Welcome everybody to episode 117 of the China Show, formerly known as ADV Podcasts. Yeah, probably ditch that soon, eh? Yeah, everyone knows the China Show now. I heard everyone talking about it. Kids I'm glad. At school, <laughs> sure. You know, freaking yeah. Choir CNN. boys, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, we've got quite a big one for you today. We've got a lot to talk about. There's been some huge things happening as far as the, the the Chinese economy, which is very important. And we might be seeing the start of a big downturn. In fact, yeah. there has been a big downturn in the Chinese economy, but it's mm. been kind of hidden from most people. But right now, it's really breaking to the surface. Yeah. With a couple it's, of caveats. But. Yeah, obviously. It's not like, oh, it's collapsing. No, we're going to talk about it from a reasonable point of view here yes. and show you what's happening at the moment and what you can expect. Yeah. But before we get onto that, of course, we have a lot of stuff to talk about as far as what's new is concerned. So we're going to tell you what's new with regards to China at the moment. And there's quite a lot to go through. So what do you think we uh, saunter right into? Let's saunter. Okay, we will. Um, here we go. Let's start out with... Uh, Supreme Leader Xi. What are you going <laughs> to tell me about this? You know, it's funny. Is actually the other day I heard, uh, was it CNN? I think so. They actually called him Supreme Leader, which yeah. is hilarious. It was like a less than subtle dig. Absolutely. Because it's really getting to the point where we're at Kim Jong family level uh, worship, dictator worship here. It's crazy. In China, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Xi Jinping just visited um, Xinjiang, which is the place where the genocide is happening in yeah. Western China. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, to be greeted by many happy, smiling Uyghurs. Um, it was speculated that he got COVID or he wasn't around or whatever. People like to do this Look, all the time. It's it's good not to jump on these things. I think quite a few people have, were jumping on this idea that Xi Jinping has now disappeared off the scene and he's not being seen anywhere because yeah. he went to that Hong Kong celebration. We spoke <laughs> about that last time, that ridiculous thing where he was actually just talking to four people. Yeah. Um, and then he took some photos with a bunch of uh, diplomats there, or uh, right. I should say, like, you know, government workers. And one of them happened to, after the meeting, test positive a few days later for COVID-19. So, of course, there was mass panic, a lot of speculation as to what's going on with the president, uh, well, not president, <clears throat> dictator for life, supreme leader, uh, Xi Bowser, because he was not showing up anywhere. So yeah. people are like, oh, what's going on? Is he maybe quarantined? Is he, right. you know, what all this nonsense? But of course, we didn't jump on that because, as usual, it's just a bunch of bunk yeah. and speculation. Typical. Turns out he shows up in Xinjiang now to wave at a bunch of people. Now, here's something I find very interesting. Why is he now surrounded by a whole bunch of people? Whereas in Hong Kong, he didn't allow anyone near him. What I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that Xinjiang is the most locked down, hardcore surveilled police state in the entire world. Yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with that. Probably does. Yeah. And all these people that he's waving at have obviously been like... Vetted, checked, searched. probably quarantined screened, in quarantined. like a quarantine facility for like two weeks These or something. Some fresh prior, Uyghurs they've released. Prior yeah. to his arrival yeah. to make sure that not one of them is possibly carrying um, the, the COVID-19. Well, you know, it's they got very convenient uh, places to quarantine they're called concentration camps sure anyway yeah so he was uh, shown a huge slap in the face to anyone following the Uyghur genocide imagine the imagine Hitler walking around the Nazi concentration camps that's what you're seeing yeah that's that's the equivalent of modern day absolutely and they have to wave at him and uh yay we love you hmm. you know we well, you know what's awful. strange is I'm not seeing Many, if any, men in that crowd. Yeah, there's a couple in the back there on the right. None of them have beards, of course, because that's no. not allowed anymore. Nope. I'm also not seeing proper, like, 
Uyghur Muslim attire. They've got those yeah, like got their, their fake costumes. dance, the costumes, the dancing costumes on. But like, because that's what they're supposed to look yeah. like to the Han Chinese. Where are the you know the men should be wearing those hats and you know it should be whatever you know. Yeah, we know the deal. Let's yeah. move on. So that's where Xi Jinping's been. You know, recently. I just wanted to say. I just wanted to say this is the uh, you know what you'll see around Xinjiang. These guard towers, very similar to what we saw in North Korea again. Yeah. Remember yeah. those guard towers we saw? Yeah. Very similar. And I wonder if uh, Xi Jinping managed to stop by and visit any of these people. I doubt it. Um, these, by the way, are from the Xinjiang police files that were leaked. Yeah. And this is even old data. There's been so much more going on yeah. since this. Yeah, thousands. These are just thousands in one place. Yeah. In one of the, the facilities. Correct. So I wonder if he uh, got around to saying hi to any of these people. I'm sure they'd be really happy to greet him. Yeah, I'm sure. Very much so. Yeah. Anyway, we all know. Whoops, sorry. We uh, thought we'd let everybody know that uh, Clam Man is branching out into transport. Yeah, I can't believe. You can see up there, Hanan. Hanan. Mm. Can't believe he managed to uh, get out of Hainan exactly. and actually branch out to transportation. Yeah, I just brought him up there. Oh, Why nice. Hainan? Hanan, yeah, it's ridiculous. Very good. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's move on to the next thing because there's quite a lot of things that have been happening recently. We are going to talk about this ridiculous um, auntie that you found. Maybe you can explain Yeah, this. so remember we talked about Laoban aesthetic? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the episode where you, you weren't here, I talked about the gangster aesthetic. I remember. One thing we haven't covered is the IE aesthetic. What okay. is an IE? For, for well, example? okay, an IE is a middle-aged woman. Yeah. And it just it translates to auntie or mm-hmm. aunt. I guess in America you'd say ant, you know, like yeah. the little animals in the yeah, ground, exactly. those Ma-i. black things. Yeah, <laughs> Ma-i instead of Ai. Yeah, but you know, um, you will call anyone who's kind of a middle-aged woman an Ai. Yeah. You know, and it can be polite too, yeah. you know, like little kids will say Ai, you know, they just mean like aunt. Yeah. Just to a but, stranger. But we don't say that in, this is another caveat. There's a couple caveats here because sure. that maybe sounds normal, but for Americans, you would never call a stranger an ant. It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. It's not related. It's only related to you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like you could say, hey, brother, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong. Mm. I'm saying for Americans, you have to understand, we're not talking about blood sure. relatives here. Yeah. It's any woman that is of a certain age. I'm going to throw out 45 to 65. That's yeah. an IE. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, it's also used to describe a domestic worker. In other words, someone who comes to clean your house, you say, like, I, I hire an IE to come once a, a week. Yes. Right? And that's, yes. that's normal. To call That's it some, like a cleaning lady. Like a cleaning lady. It would be no, an Not I. in America. We're talking about in China. Yeah, a lot of, of course. A lot of Chinese families that have more money, they'll have an IE at their house, yeah. which comes by once you know, every few days. At yeah, and they could be nannies. They can look after the nannies. kids, do anything. You yeah. call it an IE. But um, there's a more sinister <laughs> side of the IE as well. <laughs> but they've got special words like Dama or Hey IE yeah, yeah. or, you know, whatever. But these are these like horrible lost generation ones yeah. that that do terrible things like they'll yeah. steal your dog and cook it or whatever right, and they'll be like yeah. lining up to get a free something but they'll like stand the whole day yeah and they'll go and st- take homeless people's food or something you know that kind yeah, of thing yeah they're like the scourge of chinese society yeah, yeah very, like very hated in china yeah there's a certain category of ai which are just disgusting yeah yeah it's almost <laughs> like picture the laoban though yeah, the female version of that. That's sure. what we're talking about here. If you guys are around for the Laoban aesthetic, um, mm. you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. But here, I wanted to show something fa- fascinating that sure. was sent to me. Um, now, this is the kind of stuff I would see all the time in China. Yeah, all the time, and it's when Ais get uh, their hands on a phone, which they all have. 
but they find out how to use social media mm. and they start using filters. They start using like, uh, you know, little, little things in Douyin, which is Chinese yeah. TikTok. They start using things that to put them in stuff. So a lot of what Ais will do is they'll find a picture of a flower and then all of a sudden their face is on the flower. Sure. They love this kind of flowery aesthetic. Yeah. It's difficult to explain. So I just want to show you this woman who I think nailed it okay. uh, in all these videos. All right. So I'll take us out of there. We'll play a couple of these and we can see. So you have her fake singing in kind of a mirror, right? Yeah. And then you have a communist PLA guy walking around in the forest. This beanstalk thing. This is special effects humorous funny video, which if you pause that there, which I find fascinating. She, This eye is special because she managed to escape Douyin and then went on American TikTok yeah. to appeal to like a Western audience. And she right. makes sure that you know how to feel in each video. For example, okay. in special effects humorous funny video. Right. What about this one? Um, this is some classic uh, propaganda. You'll right. see some propaganda thrown in there. Right. Okay. You know, so during is... epidemic, the medical worker is the best dedication. We admire them and also protect your health. Gotta have that. Right? Sure. It's gotta have some nationalism in there too. Of course. So you have. She's Are we gonna get hit by like copyright? By I the way, I don't think so. Quite some... enough. That's one thing that really annoys me about both Douyin and TikTok, or especially Douyin, is they'll use whatever music they want. They never get into trouble for it. No. Yeah. No, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, you can see how she's inserted herself in everything, and that's a typical IE social media thing. They'll yeah. always be in the clips of everything. Yeah. You have to be in it somehow. By the way, like speaking of this, you can see like these tired workers or whatever. You've seen those clips where they're just filming this fake. Yeah. We should yeah. show that. Yeah, we, we haven't should. shown that. There's, there's, you know, this is what happens. People film with their phones, all sorts of crap, which they share on, uh, you know, Chinese uh, WeChat and stuff. Mm. And there's a couple of uh, different clips going around of film crews, like mm. filming these these healthcare workers all like, oh, I'm fainting, I've been working so hard. But meanwhile, there's just a film crew and they're acting this out, like yeah. in order to show like, oh, woman, I'm a shinkua, you know, you know, we're, means, suffering so much. Yeah, we're suffering so much. You know, it's all part of propaganda, but it's kind of funny to see it when they're pretending yeah. to like, oh, they're pretending oh. to suffer. Yeah. Remember that? There are definitely people that are. Yeah, of course there are. But remember that like flood one where the eyes yeah. were like lying on the riverbank? So they're like, like, oh, the flood. They yeah. heard that the people were sending donations yes. to China because the horrible flooding, which was happening. Yeah. This so is a kind of in, terrible eye. Yeah, this yeah. Is terrible. The eye is found out about this. So like, oh, Westerners or whatever country people, Japanese people, whatever, they're sending, yeah, sending donations. Sending money, yeah to the people caught in the flood. So these people a thousand miles away from the flooding were going to a riverbank and go like, oh, help Getting all please. muddy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, and then oh. if you pan out, you see there's like 20 of them all lined in a row, yeah, like rolling around in the floods. mud, like, oh, the floods. Oh man, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> this is, I'm getting those vibes. Yeah, me yeah. too. Anyway, yeah. let's see what happens next. This is special effects video synthesis. Hope you like it. Okay. Uh, this is her, which, you know, she's coming in with all this wealth, with all this money, yeah. they love money. This is harmonious coexistence of man and nature dancing with pet dogs. Okay. Just so you know what it is. She's So she's put a picture of her face on like a belly dancer. And she calls that special effects synthesis. Okay. This is her thing. All right. This is, can oh. you pause it there? Is Can you tell me what, what is that military outfit? Because it says mm. multinational. I wanted to not run this by you. Right. I wanted you to do this live. Multinational cultural characteristics video synthesis. So her, she's walking around with this a looks soldier. like a Soviet. Yeah, I guess that's Soviet. But look at the. It's almost got. A, yeah, I suppose that could be Soviet. Yeah. Is it? 
It looks Soviet to me. Yeah, uh, someone in the it's chat hard to tell. tell me. It's hard to tell. It could also just be, you know, Communist Party, like, dress uniform or something. My favorite thing about this is they're walking in the ocean like Jesus. Yes, yeah, and she's wearing a cheap owl. Yeah. This is obviously from one of those 1930s movies yeah. about, like, war of the resistance. But she's cropped it out and then put it in a, on the ocean. Yeah, she doesn't crop it very well, though. No. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Okay, what's this? You don't see her yet, right? Yeah. So I was like, I was scrolling through her account and I'm like, why is this video the only one where she's not in it? There's something else that I also need to ask you is why does it look like that guy oh. has pissed his pants? <laughs> There's a couple things going on here. Okay. That whole panel in the back is not yeah. real. Like oh. that's from something else. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can see, look at their feet. <laughs> yes. Look at their feet. It's, it, like... it's floating man vibes. Yeah. So what happened is, this let me let me paint a picture okay here. this is the first video i saw i was like where's i yeah like, this is bullshit where is she yeah where is she so the first thing i noticed is that she's not in here so it grabs my attention then i noticed that what they've done is this woman whatever she's doing with this bottle she doesn't have an audience yeah. so they've already superimposed an uh, fake audience in there yes then i notice one of the guys in the fake audience that they've superimposed a still image of is pisses pants yeah yeah you he's can actually just pisses I, pants. it's like that's the first thing i noticed that's, like what's going on here you know when you like you know, and you don't get all the drips out. You get a couple of drips. Sure. Or if you wipe your hands on your pants because, like, you, there's no towel. Sure. Right? You're in a public restroom. That guy just pisses. Yeah, pants. he just pisses his pants. Just there's hero. nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. Anyway, let's see what this video is. Let's go. She's not in here. I was disappointed, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, well, oh, well there you go. Turns out she was in there all along. What is she, the genie of the She's, beer bottle? This is, uh, there is a lot of narcissism in IE. In sure. a lost generation, IEs for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. Eh? I don't know why. Mm. We, we'll get into a phenomenon, actually. If you mind, that we, mm -hmm. we get off topic for a second. Sure. Have you ever noticed in... We're talking about this before. Have you ever noticed yeah. in China, a certain type of people will have their own picture as their wallpaper on their phone? Yeah. yeah. I found that so bizarre. And I actually got into like weird... Mm discussions with people about that and the best i got out of anyone was it's my phone so i'm gonna have me on it well the first time i encountered it was probably about 2006 so it was right in the early days i was in china right and when i was working for a kindergarten you get as you know something called a teaching assistant and yeah. so a teaching assistant is uh usually a young woman who is your teaching assistant because yeah. she can either speak english to yeah. help you yeah. or whatever but she helps with a lot of the stuff like you don't know, you don't want to be wiping the snot noses and stuff of the kids. So they kind sure. of help with that and they also keep the kids in line while you get your stuff whatever the case this may be. In in ideal situations. In ideal situations. But like when I I was teaching uh kindergarten full time. So I was in that class the whole day, right? And during the nap times and everything they help get the kids ready and like you prepare your lesson and while you're doing that they get the kids all ordered up and stuff and they play piano or whatever. You either do stuff like this, right? Yeah. And she had a keyring, okay? Cuz look, this is before smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the iPhone hadn't even been released sure. yet. So she had a key ring and it had this like very glamorous picture of this very beautiful girl with like a sword, you know, and, <laughs> and like a angel wings. <laughs> wow. And, and I'm like, what on earth? You sure that's not a Chinese mobile game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slicing pigs open yeah, and exactly. gold? Yeah. So it's like, what is this? I asked her and she's like, oh no, that's me. Right. And then she pulled out, she had like a, a photo album, you yeah. know, like fully printed yeah. out. And it had all these random pictures of her, but of like her. 
that you couldn't recognize as her yeah. though because it's been so doctored and like this is early days so it was very bad it's like photoshop bad it's kind of like this eye yeah like yeah. and it's it's like think about the 80s glamour pictures yeah. that people used to take in the mall yeah something like that yes. it's like all glossed over it's like got a glow on it I know you know exactly and it's, what, yeah it's that like romantic glow and then, like, the paper itself's got, like, a... It's got, like, a texture to it, yes, you know, and you turn yes. it... But all these random pictures of her, like, pretending to be a Roman goddess or a right. whatever. Like, so all this... Like, mermaids. Random-ass yeah. crap everywhere. But she kept that in the classroom for some reason. I don't know why. And she had a key ring of one of those pictures on her keys. And I was like, this is bizarre. Like, narcissism reaches a certain <laughs> level, right? But this is next step. You love your, this, the image of yourself so much that you put it on your keyring, And then later, like you said, people started to put it as wallpapers yeah. on their phones. And it's always those doctored photos. Yeah. And even more, I mean, when you visit people's houses. Uh, can, can I say something? Yeah, go I for had it. family members. Yeah. I won't specify who, but I'd go in. Yeah. And they'd, you know, give me a tour of the house or whatever. And I'd see inside their room. And it, there'd be a massive picture of themselves. Yeah. And I'm not talking. This is a married person with kids, mm. right? I'm not talking about a picture of their kid. I'm not talking about a picture of their wife. I'm not yeah. talking about a picture of them with their wife. Yeah. I'm talking about a picture of themselves, huge, yeah. on their own wall in their yes. bedroom. Yes. And I'm like, what? what's going on here? You ask a question. They're like, well, it's my room, so it's my picture. Sure. And it's just this weird cultural phenomenon that you it can't is, yeah. under, I just still can't understand it. Yeah, I mean, you go, you go visit a, a girl's room or their house, yeah. and you'll see a picture that they have of themselves. Of themselves, without other yeah, people. Yeah, just themselves on yeah. the wall. Like, yeah. And it can be in the living room, it can be in the bedroom, it doesn't matter. But The, the bedroom's the weirdest because yeah. it's their own room. Yeah, you got a picture of yourself. Yeah. Because I get it, people have family photos. Yes. I got family photos yeah. up on the oh, wall. all over the place, yeah. Of me and my kid and my yeah. wife. Makes sense, right? Or just my kid and my wife or whatever. But not a picture of me like trying to look <laughs> all <laughs> handsome <laughs> with like... You had one picture of yourself in your room, like yeah. a big one. Yeah. Just yeah. like you. Yeah, uh, it, it's, a, it's a weird thing. You phenomenon. know what the weirdest was? Is that what? when you go to someone that's single, like yeah. let's say you're dating a girl, yeah. and she has a picture of herself, and it's only her living in there. Yeah. It's just a big That's, ass that's what picture. I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, you get that. Yeah. <laughs> and grown yeah. men. Yeah, of course. Like there is, I would see men with like doctored, very doctored, like angelic photos of themselves on their own wallpaper. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like a girl is almost like, okay, maybe it's a, a girl mentality I just can't understand, right? You mm -hmm. try to try to use that yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. But with the boy, like the males, like a, you know, a real masculine playing basketball dude. And he's got this like flowery photo with like huge filters on it as yeah. his own wallpaper. Yes, on his own phone. It's very interesting. It is. It's, it's kind of like it's this. Completely different kind of phenomenon. Yeah, it is. That's it all is. it is. But anyway, let's, yeah, let's, let's get back to Ai over here. So what's going on with her? She put herself clearly. She wants. She pines for her youth. Right. So she wants to be on these beautiful like dancing. This is Ai vibe though. This type of dance. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean Guangchang Wu, you know. Yeah. For sure. What is this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. So there's a dog. Is that the Hong Kong skyline? I think it is. Okay. That's a dog on a rowboat, and there's two of her dancing. One on each rowboat. Right. And oh, then, that's that's something else which yeah. we gotta get into right now, okay. All right, guys, so we'll, well move. let me cap it off. Yeah, okay, cap that's it off, cap it aesthetic. off. Right. Um, the eye aesthetic is a real thing. It's, yeah. uh, it's definitely worth looking into. I get horrifying images of when I've seen family members Put themselves into things that I didn't want them. Nothing, nothing weird, nothing bad. Mm. Just like things like this. But when it's someone you know, yes, and they're trying to be all pretty and like pop out of a flower, and it's like their face, and you're like, oh like my if Lord. it's your mother-in-law yeah, or something, like, it's dude, I've seen that. It's like cringe. A, like a freaking 
mother-in-law pops out of like a lotus flower and it's like you know know what's really weird is i i know my mother-in-law um bought a new huawei phone but it's like you get phones that are kind of like yeah you know like they're for that age group yeah you get like that age group like an phone. Lao Ban fa- phone. yeah i mean you get something in china it's called like lauren g yeah which is like an old person phone yeah. and they usually huge what button. is this huge freaking hair weird that's weird anyway <laughs> sorry um <clears throat> getting old and wise yeah anyway like you get this thing it's called lauren g which is like a huge phone like with big numbers and yeah. stuff and you get those lauren like red TV, <laughs> yes. you know, it's like a little TV yes. thing or a radio. I've actually got one at home. I'm going to yeah. bring it in. Yeah, do it. Um, but they obviously all in their little IE groups, they tell each other which phones to buy. And you get like specific phones that the IEs like to buy. Yeah. So she got this brand, like brand new phone that she bought at the market. And yeah. so she's sending photos to, to my wife and they look terrible, like as if they're all underwater. Okay? Because it's got built in these weird filters. Can I say something? Yeah, sure. Those also will put like all of the information all over the photos. That kind, right? Yes. Yeah. When you take a photo, it tells you the (laughs) brand of the phone, like Huawei made something. Which permissions would you like to grant? And it's like, yes. Yeah, I know. It tells the location with, (laughs) even with like GPS GPS coordinates. coordinates. It really does. It tells you everything. It's terrible. (laughs) Anyway, she takes these photos and we're like, are you sure that's a new phone? You didn't get ripped off and get someone's secondhand broken scratched lens thing. But, like, if they take photos of themselves, it, like, does all these beauty weird yeah. things, and that's why they get it. But it's You know what's weird. crazy is that I actually <laughs> I met yeah. this one guy. Yeah. He went, this is, like, early, I'm not going to say early smartphones, but it was, like, kind of like when those May 2 things are starting to pop May off. May 2 right? shoo yeah. When this guy, this Chinese friend, he went to go. He was... He wasn't the kind of guy that wanted to just like meet people through Guanxi, like connections. He actually wanted to go on like dating apps and find girls and stuff. So right. he would do that. He was a handsome dude. Right. So I remember we were hanging out, had a couple beers, and then he went out to go meet this girl that he met on an app. Right. And he comes back. I was at the same restaurant hanging out with my other friends, and he came back within like 45 minutes or something. And he's like, dude, what the hell was that? And he shows me the girl. And I was like, wow, she's pretty hot, right? Yeah. She would, it was so doctored to the point where, like, it was not the same person. Of course. And he went there and she was, like, apparently, like, enormous. Yeah. And she, not only was she enormous, which is whatever, maybe, maybe he's sure. in the heavier girls, right? Yeah. He wasn't. But okay. She brought, like, 12 friends oh, and then wanted that. him to, like, pay for everything. So oh. he literally walked in, saw it was her. He's like, Is that really you? And she's like, Yeah. And then he walked out and came back. <laughs> yeah. No, it's terrible. <laughs> That's crazy. That, it's, it's unfortunate because yeah. this whole online beauty filter thing that happens in China, it's way, I mean, we have that in the West Instagram oh, filters, yeah. oh, all these face filters. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, bad, sure. but it's way worse in China. Because oh, yeah. It's like default. And the, yeah, it's by default. Yeah. The person that you're looking at is not going to be anything like no. the person you meet in real life. No, and it's gotten to the point where it's weird if you didn't use filters. Yes, yes. It would be, it's, does that make sense? Like, yeah. it's not like, no one's going to be surprised anymore. No. Now it's like, if you didn't use filters and you just look like you do, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. It's strange. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we've got to get into something serious here. Now, listen. China has a massive issue. I've spoken about it in in the past. There's this awful thing that happens in China. It's got to do with mass stabbings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, since Shanghai has kind of stopped lockdown, now I'm not going to say stop lockdown because mm-hmm. so many people are back in lockdown already. Fred but lightly. since since it opened up a little bit, there have been a slew of mass stabbings. Yeah. Like ten or more of them. Yeah. Okay. Just all of a sudden. You know how we got some of that information. 
leaked hospital data. Yeah. Because they actually completely censored all of this information. Of course they did. Anyway, so let's take, obviously, We're, dear YouTube, you, YouTube censors, we've, we've We're censored it. We're not showing anything. Okay, please just bugger off and don't demonetize us. Um, but yeah, we've got situations where, um, do you have some of the, the actual stats? Oh, yeah, there's tons. Yeah. There was like, I think like 20 instances, but yeah. 10 were like considered mass you know, could be considered. Yeah, where like 10 yeah. people were stabbed. There was a pediatrics ward where somebody stabbed a whole bunch of people, including woman, children. woman here got beheaded. Yeah, someone beheaded their wife. I mean, this is like an ice. This is like ISIS, dude. Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And this this came out. And the thing that's infuriating is this happened, right? We're not showing anything. No, we're not it's showing it. YouTube censorship. Don't worry. We're not showing anything. Well, hopefully we're not showing anything. No, no, I... Don't worry. There's nothing okay. graphic in here. It's all completely blurred or censored or whatever. Okay, right? there we go. Yeah. So you're not gonna see. You're not gonna see anything. We're still cool. gonna get demonetized, guys. Yeah. Well, this is you know like as I was doing it, I was like, I'm not gonna show anything. There's gonna be no audio or anything. But I'm just watching now, and I'm like, YouTube is such dicks. Sure. Well, anyway, <laughs> we, got, we got to get on with this. Anyway. It's a serious topic. Yes. So, um, do you know what's what really bugs me the most about these stabbings, these mass stabbings, is that people just stand around and watch. Yeah, well, yeah. That, I included some of that. Okay? Yeah. So this happened a lot um, yeah. post, you know, lockdown. Lock, yeah. You can you can say it's mental health issues. Mass stabbing problems are a huge problem in China anyway. Yeah. Um, and this has really had an uptick of this. And the problem is, is that how quickly the government rushed to make sure none of these got out. Yeah. Which people were there and people filmed it. Yeah. People took pictures. People knew or were family members of the victims and they were getting freaking pissed well, off. Well, it's because the government says these are just rumors. It didn't happen. Yeah, so I put that in there. So yeah. the government comes out mm -hmm. and they scrub everything. Everyone has to use code words. They yeah. got uh, leaked uh, information from... I'm not going to say leaked. It was posted by hospitals. Yeah. As they usually do. Post, posting yeah. stats. Look at these looky-loos just staring That's at That's my problem. Yeah. Oh, let's just... You've seen that in China, yeah. right? Somebody will be dead on the road. Yeah. Like brains out, got hit by a car. And yeah, everyone's just standing there like pointing and laughing. This, this particular one was kind of bizarre, this little kid. Yeah. So this little kid he turns up. He didn't actually pull it no, out. No, don't worry. Nobody got stabbed in this situation. But this little kid arrives in a hoverboard and wanted to stab the testing staff. He's yeah. got a knife. You can see it. Well, it's blanked out over there. But he's had a knife. And he he's coming to try and stab the uh, staff. And they... They wrestled it away from him. Yeah. And you could see it's like, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. like he's, a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old, yeah. okay? That, what you're seeing in his hand there, by the way, is not a knife. That's a no, phone. that's his other hand. Yeah. The knife's already been taken away, YouTube censors. Um, but if you listen to what he's saying, okay, give me a second here. <laughs> so what is he saying? He says, I need to kill him. I need to yeah, kill well, him. Yeah, well, bishi well, shasata, shasata. Sorry, not. I guess if you say das, it also means like beat him to death. But yeah. this is like I want to. I, I need to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. A little bit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But okay, um, mental health is a huge issue in China. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the thing is, whenever there is a mass stabbing, which happens all the time in China, don't fool yourself. Okay, it's been documented tons of times, and. Um, you know, I, I used to train doctors and I've got a lot of doctor friends and the, the majority of these stabbings you don't hear about, okay? No, no. People get stabbed a lot in China. It probably happens every day all over the place, but you don't hear about it. When they get these big mass stabbings that happen, 
um, sometimes it's difficult for them to cover it up. Yeah. Okay, because it's so yeah. public. It's a public spectacle a lot of the times, yeah. right? Um, but this, every single time there is a stabbing, it's always blamed on mental health. They're like, oh, I just had mental health problems. But it's not and, dealt with. No, it's not dealt with. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, in most cases, it's probably true. Yeah, and, but there's no recourse yeah. for that. Uh, mental health is not taken seriously in China. Not at all. There are no mental health it's almost a hospitals. There's nothing there to take care of. It's like, of. oh, you weakling. Yeah. yeah. Family has to take care of mentally yeah. um, disturbed people. Yeah. And one of my wife's jobs as a doctor in China was to take care of all the mentally um, like unstable people yeah. in her area, in her neighborhood. Yeah. And the way they take care of it is she had a list of phone numbers that she'd have to phone once a month yeah. or so. And she'd call them up and be like, um, are they taking their medication? And the people on the other side would be like, yep. Yeah. Or that's they'll it. be like, no, he doesn't want to. And that's it. Now, if there was a problem, like if the family member said, like, look, they're, they're going crazy and they're doing crazy stuff, she would then have to phone a, a local police guy who's in charge of that to tell him that the, the person's getting out of hand. But the whole point of the system is that there is no help for these people. Mm. All it is is it's the family's problem. Mm. Family has it's to look after issue. them. The family has to give them their medication. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with the government. There's no, like I said, there's no facilities to help with mental health. Yeah. You know, you get insane asylums around yeah. the world. You get mental health facilities around the world, depending on which country you're in. It's either bad or it's good. Mm. But in China, there are none. Right. And it leads to these kind of situations because it's very apathetic. Like the family members, she, she would tell me that, the family members would very often not want to answer the phone, not want mm. to talk to her when they see that she calls. They'd like tell her to get lost. Yeah. You know, mind your own business. And her job's like, hey, you know, I just need to find out if they're okay. But that's as far as it goes. A doctor calls a family member who's responsible for the mental health patient just to make sure they haven't done anything crazy every once in a while. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's awful. So when it comes to mental health issues, they're never addressed in China. And that's why you get so many of these ridiculous outbreaks where they'll go and stab a bunch of kids or yeah. do whatever, you know? Yeah. And I mean, look, this whole lockdown in Shanghai obviously exacerbated a lot of this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what would drive a 10-year-old kid to want to go and kill uh, Dabai, as they call them, the, the testing guys Medical in the hazmat stuff, yeah. suits, right? Well, I mean, the guy's probably just broke, reached breaking point that he has to go get tested every day. Yeah, right? that's right. Um, so this is a serious thing. And here you can see a list. Maybe you can explain what's going on with this oh, list. This is, they had to use like code language because yeah. it kept getting censored. So this is yeah. from like the hospital staff. And they were talking about like how many people, um, mm -hmm. how many people and what types of people, like was it male or female was stabbed, how many yeah. were killed and what dates it happened. And they had to do it, change their words and use letters and yeah. all kinds of acronyms and stuff because they had to make sure that it wasn't getting scrubbed. But the, even like the most basic stuff was getting scrubbed. Yeah. And the follow-up to this was, keep going, it was the it most Because it says, like, for instance, they're like, yeah. K. Lurens, yeah. in other words, killed six yeah. people, yeah. Um, you know, killed 10, plus minus 10 people there. Okay. Yeah, let's see what's the, the follow-up to this is. Um, or knifed, yeah. Yeah, knife. Um, Could be knifed, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, oh, no, sorry, I wasn't I didn't there. have this that in there. So there was an article that uh, came out, Just and this, sure one, this one was allowed to proliferate. And right. that's when you have to be skeptical. If there's any news that's coming out about these stabbings in China, 
Yeah. That's allowed to proliferate, then you have to take it with a massive grain of salt. In this right. case, you have to just throw it out the window because yeah. what it was was that, oh, did you hear about these crazy like things going around on the internet? Mm. These were all rumors. None yeah. of these stabbings actually happened. Yeah. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine like if you're the family of the victims or you were mm. there and you're like, what is this? Yeah. bizarro world i'm living in they claim you know? it's false and it's rumors yeah. like the actual news that comes out um but the thing is when you see the footage of people because you know look unfortunately that's that's one thing that does happen in china which is is very terrible is you get to see a lot of people die yeah okay and just in wechat it gets shared around people are callous to this they don't really it doesn't have the same impact as it does oh i see the k is above it, it says congress means chop oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So, I mean, when you open up your WeChat, you often get shared. You'll see people jumping off buildings or you'll see like people getting hit by cars or whatever. People share this stuff around. Okay. And when there's like a stabbing, people share it around. They're like, oh, look, there was a stabbing and they'll share it uncensored. You get to see people being knifed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you, you've seen it with your own eyes and the government comes out and says, nah, that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah obviously it did happen. Yeah. You can't get away from that. No. But just to let you know that the mass stabbings are real and they've been yeah, happening. Yeah, I think I've seen it a, a little bit in the chat. It's interesting. It's like people yeah. say, oh, it's kind of like mass shootings and stuff mm. in America. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's hor- they're awful losses of life. The problem is, is that they're in America that it's not covered up. No. In It'll fact, be- it's... It's 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 hyper hyper about. focused yeah. on. In fact, the Chinese government hyper focuses on the mass shootings in America. Yes. They then, use that as an example to show how bad America and is. And then they compared. wipe these away. Yeah. And nobody can talk about it, and it's just yeah. kind of offensive. So you know, that's the thing. There can be comparisons if you're talking yeah, about mental sure. health, and if you want to talk about that, but you cannot compare the way the two countries deal with these things. No. Okay. No, no, no. As awful and tragic as it is, you know, um, the mass shootings lead people like um, my wife and other Chinese people that I know to think that America is like the most dangerous place in the world. Because you hear about it in the news in America, it's Mm -hmm. tragic and it's awful, but it gets amplified by the Chinese press so much that it makes the average Chinese person in China and living abroad because they get all their news from WeChat and stuff, believe that America is so dangerous that you're just going to get shot everywhere. Remember, remember they made that propaganda piece where they used me and my wife and they yeah. said my wife is too scared to go out and like she yeah. wants to run back to China and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. It's and nonsense. I like, and I mean, it's, it's honestly, it was uh, my parents-in-law when they came to visit, it changed their mind. And they, they later on so, told, told me and my wife that if they hadn't visited to actually come and stay, mm. stayed with us for like three months, if they hadn't um, stayed in America for three months, they wouldn't have believed that it can be like that safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they were so worried before they'd come that like, oh, no, the granddaughter's going to get murdered by a random gunman or whatever. Because that's in your mind. The thing is, that's how well this whole system they have of censorship in China works. Mm. Because imagine if you got proper news every day you were reading about these stabbings that mm-hmm. were happening around China. Mm-hmm. You would also think that, oh, no, my grandchild might get stabbed yeah, for sure. in kindergarten for sure. or yeah. something. Because when you know what's actually going on, yeah. it really shatters this illusion of safety. Yeah. For sure. You know? Oh, yeah. China can be a very wild, wild place. Anyway, um, yeah, before we move on, we have to talk about, we, we did cover this last week, the whole assassination of uh, Shinzo Abe, the, the yep. terrible event that happened. And we spoke yep. about how China reacted to it. Yeah. And they've just been doubling down. Okay. Oh, we didn't put in the nightclub footage. Oh, yeah. Look, 
I mean, I put it on my Twitter, but sure. basically directly after our episode finished, footage came out of them putting, you know, pictures of Shin, Shinzo Abe's, you know, basically like death picture and coffin and stuff on the on the projector in nightclubs and people were dancing to it and celebrating, which is absolutely disgusting. Oh, but yeah. um, if mm. you take a look at, I'll get us out of here quickly. Um, if you take a look at the juxtaposition here, what does the Global Times have to say here? Global Times, Chinese state media, yeah. they say... Hashtag opinion. They love using hashtags for no reason, by the way. Yeah, so do tankies. Oh, interesting. And, and shills. It's like a dog whistle. Yeah, yeah. They just fill it up. They with just hashtags. love hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Chinese society, uh, society's mixed and complicated reaction towards the assassination of Abe is normal and real. What does that mean? Let's break that down for a second. What does normal and real mean? Yeah. It's not fake. Yeah. I, it, did people claim that? There's they, also, there, yeah, I mean, sure. There's something even more. No, I know it's coming, but I yeah. just want to. I want to point out when Chinese, the Chinese state is usually very on the nose. It's like they're reacting to something that's not there. Like mm. it's like they're insinuating that chi- like Chinese society doesn't have a mixed and complicated yeah. know, attitude towards this. But then it yeah. continues. It says Chinese people are not sophisticated in general, and they dare to express explicitly their love and hate. So. What if <laughs> what? if anybody anywhere in the world were to put out a, a piece in the newspaper to say Chinese people are not sophisticated in general? Can you? Can, wouldn't that be just like the most racist thing? Yes. Wouldn't you get the Chinese government would jump on? Oh that. my god! They'd be like, how dare they call the Chinese yeah. people not sophisticated? You know, right. in general. That's basically saying the Chinese people are dumb. That's, is what's being said. Chinese state that's media. State saying media that. is saying yeah. that they're not. They're not they can't s- figure it out. smart enough to, yeah. to know how to react, right. you know? They're how- basically saying Chinese people are not, like, uh, switched on enough yeah. to show that whether they liked or hated this event, this assassination. What, what is the opposite of sophisticated? I don't know. Uncultured. Simple. Simple. Yeah, simple. Too simple. So basically... Naive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what are you saying, Global Times? Are you saying that Chinese people are simple? That's, Too simple well, to be able saying. to to react in any way other than disgusting hatred that you've indoctrinated Well, they're in. actually saying they're they're not sophisticated enough to even show hatred. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Well, to express explicitly their love yeah. and hate. Yeah. They dare. No, they do dare. They dare they're to express. They're not sophisticated in general. And they, oh, and they dare. I see. I see now. This is mm. so poorly worded. It's very bad. So they're, they're so yeah. simple that they don't know how to react mm. other than to just express express and explicitly express your love and hate yes yes, yes okay because yes. you're not you're not sophisticated enough I to see. that's a very to, confusing sentence to figure things out you know you wouldn't be able to there'd be no nuance There's, i'm not sophisticated enough to understand that sentence yeah anyway it's ridiculous but we have to show you what's happening next to it okay <laughs> so right. that was good juxtaposition. yeah look at this so they, take a look right next to it, we have a video of a, at a wedding okay yeah. and someone's making a speech <laughs> Okay, for those of you who are listening, he's raising up a beer and he's saying, I toast to the hero who shot Abe. Yeah, cheers, you know. This bottle of wine, well, it's not, it's like this. This yeah, so this, this alcohol. This alcohol, each of our sons and daughters, every Chinese. Applause and cheers, witness the history, right? Agree? And people are clapping. For the assassination. Yeah, it's like, you, you F China, China Fs you to death. I got to ask you something here, okay? Yeah. 
<sighs> what what does that imply? Does that imply that China murdered Abe? I mean, that's it's almost like it's spiraled out of control. The celebration of the assassination of Abe has spiraled so far out of control from what I've seen on social media that I think people are now claiming ownership of it. Yeah, they're claiming it's like China like we fought set back. This up. We yeah. are the ones who assassinated yes. him. It's kind of like when you when you proclaim yourself as the victor of of uh, the Japanese invasion, right? Yeah. Mao Zedong's troops, the PLA, are the only reason that Japan left China. Yeah. And that fantasy is a hundred percent false. Yes. And it's completely not true at all. Yeah. Uh, it might have had something to do with bombing uh, Japan. Sure. And also pushing back troops that the KMT did, the nationalist government did. While the PLA sat there and waited. Yeah. Anyway, reality doesn't matter because when you when you tell a fantasy long enough, people start to believe it. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening because, like, if you ask the average uncle of that age, the average Laoban, they think that the PLA defeated Japan. Yeah, they think that the Communist Party of China is who defeated Japan. Right. So they had nothing the same, to do with it. Right. And you get the same thing with this assassination. They defeated thing. their own people. Of course. Of course. This the killer, the assassinator, was was had to do with China. He he loved China so much mm -hmm. that he assassinated Abe. Well, I mean, here's something even more disgusting: is at a comic convention in China, you know, somebody cosplayed as the assassin. Yeah. And he was like, "This is the the greatest," you know. I don't know, assassin of all time, basically, you know? Yeah. Uh, what It's like, I'm kind of speechless. I know, Because, yeah. you know, when it comes to this kind of thing, there's a, there's a certain amount of um, disgust you can have towards a certain type of behavior. But, you yeah. know, like when it comes to somebody who, by the way, Abe had nothing to do with oppressing and killing China. No. no. Or Chinese they, people. The, the propaganda is going around acted like he was calling for the invasion of China. Yeah. The hmm. guy was retired. Well, he was no longer self -retired. like... Self-retired. Yeah, Self-retired politician hmm. with health problems making a speech. And he got shot cowardly from behind by an assassin. You know, say what you will about a person. You don't go and celebrate that kind of cowardly no. behavior. It's disgusting. No. You don't go dress up as the assassin and cosplay as him. No. You don't go well, because it's so it's it's societally acceptable. Yeah, and this is the proof that it's societally yeah. acceptable because if somebody decided to go like three days or four days after JFK was shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and they go dress as Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald or whatever going around. They're like, yeah, kill JFK, you know. I'm pretty sure you get beaten up. Yeah, and you might have people that, some weirdos that would do that, but societally it wouldn't be okay. It wouldn't be okay. No. You know, that kind of um, behavior is uh, deterred because it's not acceptable in society. It's, it's psychotic. It is. And that's the thing. There's a lot of problems in China that or directly attributed to the, the government's brainwashing that I could label as psychotic. Yeah. But but accepted. Yes. Yeah. So it's acceptable to <sighs> celebrate assassinations. It's acceptable to celebrate the death of random Japanese people. Yeah. You know, whenever there's a tragedy in Japan, oh, yeah. they like, love like an oh earthquake or something. People celebrate. God God did this. Yes. Yeah. Revenge. It's, it's not okay. And this very disturbing form of nationalism that, um, you know, the Communist Party of China has has bred into the populace in yeah. China yeah. is rearing its ugly head and they're not stopping it. Yeah. You know, because the Chinese go government can stop anything at once. Yeah. yeah. They could put out a notice to anything. say, you cannot do this. Okay. And they did that. I saw them do that before because yeah. when um, when the Senkaku Island, you know, the whole Diaoyu Dao Island thing happened, 
Um, I went to I went out to go and film because you know there were smashing Japanese cars and mm-hmm. so I went out to go film some of the shops. And they had taken some of the bigger shops like Jusko, which is like a Japanese, yeah, I used super, to go there all you know. Time, yeah. And they actually put guards, like police riot guys, outside of those places. Um, and they were like, "No, you're not allowed to." And people didn't attack those. And they put out an SMS, like a short message, you know, an SMS, yeah, a text, a right? Text. They put out a text, a blanket text, which China can do, by yep, the way. They do all the time. Whether your phone has a SIM card in it Doesn't or matter. not, it comes to your phone. Okay. And they just sent it to everyone. And it said, and it was, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something like, it's good to be nationalist, but we have to obey the laws now, mm. so you're not allowed to break things I remember, anymore. I remember that. And then immediately it stopped. Yeah, immediately, because they, they shut it down. Yeah, because now there's going to be legal ramifications. Yeah. But before that, there weren't. You know why? Because only, it was uh, to bolster nationalism, take the attention away from everything that was yeah. happening internally in the CCP. Yeah, the Borshilai, you know. Yeah, there's a huge scandal that was scandal going on that was the Chinese yeah. government. And the, it was by necessity to get people's attention off of that scandal and to put it against Japan. They can turn it on whenever they want, but when they turn it on too much, the heat goes too high, and then Chinese people start attacking other Chinese businesses. Yes. And that's where they're like, okay, our backpedal, backpedal. Because it turns out that sushi shop is actually Chinese-owned and run. Yeah, and stuff. It turns out that that entire factory all the profit is going to Chinese factory workers. Yeah. Right? So all of this um, its nonsense nationalism uh, comes to a head. But I remember during that exact time, I was walking around uh, one of those kind of bulk stores where they have like people can set up their own stalls. And yeah. like at that time, everyone had a big burning Japanese flag that they printed out on A4 yeah. paper or whatever. Uh, and it said like, no Japanese allowed in Japanese yeah. and in Chinese. Yeah. And I actually filmed that. And I was walking around and I was like, what's going on? Because you never see, you would never see that. In all yeah. Most countries. They're like, no Japanese or dogs allowed and yeah. stuff. I remember that very clearly. non restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're not any Japanese here anyway that want to go to your shitty little restaurant, you know, to yeah, be honest, your, like in this like area. So what are you doing? Shop. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, is someone going to fly from they, Japan to come here? No. And they do it for <laughs> advertising too. Yeah. It's not even, if I went into that shop and I said, do you really hate Japan and blah, blah, blah. They wouldn't have any massively strong feelings about it. They do it to attract people. Mm. You get some nationalist people that are walking in there yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. I hate you know, Japan. a lot of businesses combated this by putting up Chinese flags over their, yeah, their banners or pictures of Mao Zedong you or something. remember that Japanese? restaurant we always used to go to yeah everyone that works there is chinese we're yeah. really good friends with everyone in yeah, there. yeah um but they catered to the japanese clientele that owns the factories and stuff, yeah nearby right? yeah we would actually work closer with the chinese staff than sure. anyone from japan in there but they yeah. what they did to survive was to put up chinese flags all over the the front yeah so that people don't firebomb it if you, you put know? like a ba- like a poster of xi jinping yeah or Mao Zedong yeah. on your business, it won't get touched. It won't get touched. People are, I mean, it's they're illegal too af- if They're you too touch. afraid. They're, they're too screwed. afraid. Yeah. It's so, such a ridiculous thing. Crazy, right? And now you see kind of um, how ugly this can get, this ridiculous nationalism, to the point where they're um, celebrating the death and the cowardly assassination of yeah. a political figure in nightclubs, at yeah. weddings, they're yeah. cosplaying as the assassin. It's a cool thing to do right now. It's like... There's no hiding it. China yeah. can't say, oh, a few small bad that's, eggs. That's what I was going to say about the Global Times things. It's yeah. funny as their self-owning, ridiculous yeah. language that they use, which yeah. is de- belittling their own people, which mm-hmm. don't deserve that, by the mm-hmm. way, just to placate like Westerners. Yeah. Other That aside, like their feeble attempt at trying to say that this is, oh, it's just a, you know, it's just a few people. That's yeah. what they're trying to say. It's ridiculous. It's a varied opinion everywhere. It's not. It's the no. majority of the opinion. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, 
Before we move on to our next segment, guys, we have something from our sponsors. So how about we hit this? It's an entire hornet. That's huge. <laughs> you really don't want to eat this. <laughs> Burst like a pustule. Like you're popping a zit in the mirror. Right, so, you know, we are all about staying healthy here, which is obviously very apparent by the fantastic hey, shape that we're, we're in right now. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, though. Um, there are better ways to stay healthy than eating fried hornets. Yes, yes. That's a good, that's a good finesse, a good segue. Yeah. Yeah, there are many better ways, including uh, our sponsor, Athletic Greens. Yeah. Um, our next partner, Athletic Greens, mm -hmm. well, our only partner, actually, today. Uh, mm -hmm. We usually only have one ad if we're lucky. And yeah. that means that a company is good. And if they support us and our message, that means they stand up for the right thing. So keep that in mind Yeah, when you support our sponsors. Um, but uh, I use Athletic Greens. And there's a reason. I don't want to take handfuls of vitamins every day. You know me with my vitamins. Yeah. I always like try to stay nutritionally on top of things. He's got a pocket full of pills. I, I do, a but not he that gathers kind. around the family with a pocket full of pills. <laughs> not that kind. <laughs> I got vitamins. You know, I got the odd head. You got everything. Like when we go on our road trips, I'm like, "What do you got?" Yes. And he's like, "Got caffeine pills. He's got like you well, know, because he aspirins, get coffee, cough yeah. medicine, yeah. whatever. He's got it all in his one pocket. I don't know how, yeah. but at least it comes out furry and gross. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back on track. Sure. So, what is this stuff? With every scoop of AG1, that's the product that, that uh, Athletic Green sells, mm -hmm. you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start the day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. And I will say, it definitely makes me feel better. And it's much better mm -hmm. than eating like Lucky Charms or like Fruity Pebbles in the morning, I'd say. Sure. <laughs> yeah um, it's also keto paleo vegan dairy free gluten free it doesn't matter what dietary restriction you have okay uh, you mix it together it tastes kind of tropical fruity uh mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a little drink you just put the put the powder in the in the water and you mix it together yep contains one uh less than one gram of sugar mm. and only high high quality ingredients yep why are you, why are you <laughs> laughing I, chill well, out no no i'm good I'm just like yeah it's it's fruity, kind of like you. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate that. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com ADV. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ADV to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now oh. back to the show. Yeah, thanks for that. By the way, <clears throat> again, I just want to say thank you to our sponsors because it is difficult for us to get sponsors. Yes. And, um, you know, we do our due diligence and yeah. it's good to have yep. uh, something to help with your health. Yes. Especially if you get caught up in the rat race, kind of like we are. Yeah. So, you know, makes it easier. We're going to get back to things now, guys. We're going to move into our main segment, the reason you clicked on this, which, of course, is the entire um, economy issue. So let's move right into that with our soft power hour, where we talk about how China changes your mind and the mind of others through many different ways and means. This time around, we're going to have to give you a little bit of a backstory on how Chinese real estate works. Um, I've spoken about this a lot. So have you. I did this thing about Ghost City. So we're not going to go too much into that. What we're going to talk about is the house buying process. Mm. 
behind us, what you see here is some footage that we shot. We shot this together in Huizhou, not very far away from your house. No, by 20 minutes. You can see all those kind of brown buildings in the background there are empty, okay? Those are recently completed apartments, mm-hmm. okay? And they're investment apartments. Now, the reason why this particular area is so special is because it's about an hour's drive out of Shenzhen. Yeah. Shenzhen has the highest um, price in China when it comes to real estate per square meter or square foot or whatever you call it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's more expensive than buying like a beachfront property in, in, I don't know, LA or something, right? I'm pretty sure. Look it up. I feel like it is. Depends. I, I, you, I, I know. If, if you, you buy maybe downtown, condo, maybe a yeah. condo. If you buy downtown Shenzhen, like yeah. in, I don't know, Futian district or something, sure. it's ridiculous. Right. It's very First, expensive. It's, 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 very it's expensive. more expensive than Hong Kong. Yeah. It's Which ri- is dumb. Yeah. Because Hong Kong is about the same as America for per person GDP, and Shenzhen is dirt poor in yeah. comparison. Is yeah. As rich as you might think it is, Shenzhen is, is almost third world if you look at actual stats. Yeah, actual statistics. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is nobody can afford to buy in Shenzhen right. anymore. So when people want to speculate, because remember, they don't buy these houses to live in. They yes. still work and live in Shenzhen. Mm. So they rent or whatever the case in Shenzhen. Very few people are willing to do an hour and something commute back and forth each day. Yes. But for speculation, in order to uh, invest, they'll buy these properties that are fairly close by. Okay? Okay. So Huizhou, as you know, was kind of a good idea because it's fairly easy to um, get there by Shen- uh, from Shenzhen and also talks of the high-speed rails opening and all that would possibly make a commute possible in the future. Yeah. Anyway, it's way cheaper. Yeah. So... This is one of many cities where you saw a huge explosion in these empty apartments, these so-called ghost cities. But I don't want you to pay attention to that finished bunch over there. What I want you to pay attention to is, first of all, that lake, which is not a lake. lake. See, that's not a lake. It's just waterlogged ground. Yes. Behind it is a river. Yeah. Okay? We used to hang out all the time in these areas. But that kind of lake is just ground that's been cleared for the next project. That's right. And next to it, you can see not so waterlogged, because look, it's really humid and it rains a lot there. There's a lot of water. Another cleared lot right behind us where they're going to build a new project. That's right. Okay? So how it works, guys, is you go to these ridiculous sales events and they're opulent. They're crazy. Okay? I've been to one before. Um, in Inner Mongolia of all places because right. the construction company I was working for wanted to spy on the competition and see what they were doing. They always do. So you go in there, they've got like a model of what the buildings will look like when they're completed, you know? And they, it's normally quite cool. They've got little moving cars and lights yeah. and stuff. They make it look pretty cool. Like they build these models, right? Yeah, this is what cool. is... Cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like if you're into building Lego cities or yeah, something... Yeah, definitely. Or scales, yeah. models, you'll like There's it. There's people out there. Yeah, yeah. you'll like it because... This usually looks pretty cool. Like they put effort into that. So you got a model and then they have like some absolutely ridiculous like live band playing. Yeah. White monkey jobs. Yeah. White monkey jobs. A friend of ours used to do it and earn a lot of money. They give you a little tiny glass of champagne and you have like white monkeys playing music, but they're not plugged into anything. Yeah. He was so upset because he's a real musician. And in the beginning they used to play, but then they were like, nah, just just pretend to play and they put in a CD of like Celine Dion or something and they yeah. have to pretend. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't survive. The, the China, China ended him. Anyway, yeah. um, so they'd have these, these like singers that have like very beautiful models there yeah. handing out 
brochures and free food and all that kind of yeah. crap, right? So you go to these sales events and you pick an apartment. You say, okay, I, I want a this size apartment, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And then you pay your deposit right then and there. I, I did that myself. Okay, yeah, you did that yourself. So you, yeah, you can exp- explain again like how this all works. But you pay for the apartment, you put down your deposit, and you immediately start paying mortgage. Yeah. But where is, your, where is your apartment? I didn't have one. Yeah. So to put this in perspective, they were breaking ground. Uh, I saw a picture, not even a model, of what it would look like. Right. Um, and bought it. And I paid a mortgage and I paid you know, into it while it was being built. Yes. Not when I was inside. Yes. Yeah, that makes so, sense. By the way, it fell, it fell apart. Later. It was garbage i mean come on like everything is garbage yeah, I, everything I, I used to go up once a week and we had an office and everything there i remember yeah and it was the build quality was just atrocious oh, yeah. it was atrocious. And that's, that's life in china these days yeah yeah anyway like take a look at this empty lot this is what you're paying for yeah well and sometimes it's not even cleared yet it's still a field or something right yeah but this is what you're paying for the real estate companies they lease this lot of land from the the government the local yeah, government you can't own land yeah and it costs like well the lease only lasts 70 years mm-hmm. and that's from the day that they start the lease that's right so let's say it takes 10 years to build yeah you'll only have 60 years left on your actual lease of your apartment that you've now paid for it's a ridiculous situation anyway yeah um i want you to pay attention there's another big lot over there that's been earmarked for more business and they're doing some land reclamation in the distance there mm-hmm. so that they can build more of these yeah. quick and e- cheap e- easy things because it's a huge economic engine yeah they get the people you see people have already put the money down so they can take people's money and just like cut corners and throw up some cheap building and at the same time just start another one to get even more people's money so it's almost like a pyramid scheme yeah you know they just for sure. the money keeps coming in for for nothing yeah there's nothing the there yet. Free? yeah pretty yeah. much anyway if you take a look those are some more completed buildings that are empty yeah those are the cheap ones yeah the ones that you see on the bottom left those are the expensive yeah they were like these They're kind of villas. villas but those were just junk if three you, years there did you show any of that footage i, I didn't but oh, those okay. are a wreck those are only three years old yeah and some of them are not even done being built yeah there we did a whole video where we walked through there and we were just appalled the whole thing was falling yeah. apart oh it was anyway um if you look in the distance you'll see cranes and construction equipment building more of these buildings yeah. over there right so you've got some completed ones, and then you've got more that are currently under construction. And if you look in the very far distance, you see more cranes because they're still building more back there. Um, this and is of in course, 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, this is 2018. So this has sure. gotten crazier. <laughs> oh, of course. This is the entire economic engine of China. Like a third of China's GDP is all mm. about this nonsense, yeah. right? People buying and speculating. More cranes building more stuff. Um, but I want to bring your guys' attention back to the whole empty lots, okay? Mm-hmm. Because China's real estate market has been hit by, well, a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Evergrande, as we all know, went bankrupt and de- defaulted, which is one of the biggest real estate. Yes. Even other big ones like Wanker, you know? Wanker? Wanker, yes, Wanker. Um are also having troubles. Tons mm. of real estate, smaller real estate companies are also having big issues. Yeah. But what this has led to is um, a big slowdown in construction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. again, I want to point out, here's another site that I filmed, well, that we, that we filmed with a drone nearby. You can see two empty lots where they're going to be building new apartments. Behind, you've got those empty apartments. And behind them, you can see more cranes building more. Yeah. So here's the thing. Two years ago, 
you and your family went to one of these sales events. Yep. And you saw this model. Mm-hmm. And you saw this is like whatever, 20,000 RMB per square meter mm-hmm. or whatever it was. You put down your deposit and mm-hmm. you've been paying this mortgage for two years now. Every month you get the deduction, which is big. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. And you took you took a, a, a mortgage out for a, an apartment on this lot over here. Mm-hmm. That okay. dirt part. This dirt part. Mm-hmm. Within those two years, the construction hasn't even started. No. Or if it has started, it's been delayed now and it's not continuing to be built. So it's kind of like just they've put up a few skeletal husks and they haven't continued. You're hoping that they at least control C, control V that shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So now imagine... Imagine this happens. You now see that the lot next to yours, so let's look at the one over there, that one. Mm. They're now having a new sales event. And the new... It sounds like a car lot. Yeah, exactly. New sales event. <laughs> exactly. And in that new, um, that lot next to the lot where you purchased, which hasn't been built yet, or is just starting to be built and it's delayed and stopped, they're now selling apartments for 15% less than what you paid for. Now, if I'm going to throw something in here, it's going to be, you have to understand the logic and reasoning behind a lot of Chinese people. The only reliable investment for them is property. Yes. So if you hear, and they're also very, very um, entrepreneurial people, right? Sure. They've been given a lot of opportunities to invest in things and make money, something they couldn't do under Chairman Mao, right? So they're a very business-oriented folk. Yep. All of a sudden, you hear about people not having to pay as much. Yes. What do you think is going to happen? Well, they're outraged. There's a reason why, by the way, things are being sold for like 15% less than new stuff coming out. It's because the demand isn't there anymore. Right. Because of the huge economic down- downturn that's happening right now. Yeah. So in order to try and sell units, they're lowering the prices. Yeah. So now the people in lot A over here who have already been paying for two years yeah. their mortgage, yeah. so they've already paid like... They don't have a house. Yeah. They don't own anything yet. No. Okay. It's just an idea. Right. But they've been paying for this idea for two years. Find out that the one next door to them, which is exactly the same, it's not going to be better or worse. It's going to be the same outcome. Is being sold for fifteen percent less. Yeah, they're pissed. Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, way. no, no way, no, not happening. So you know what they're all doing is they're starting to stop the payment of their mortgages. So again, I think you're doing a great job telling this. What I'll do is just throw in little cultural, yeah, nuances sure. here. In China, you wouldn't be able to go have a mass, huge-ass protest, right? You wouldn't no. be able to go out there and do that. You'll see inklings of that. You'll see little ones break out like you see, you're seeing in Hunan, yeah. right? But you won't see this massive, throbbing mass of people going, take down the government, give us our money back, blah, 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 on a huge, massive scale, right? Yeah. So what is the best way that they can protest? Well, just don't pay it. Yeah, don't right? pay it. And the government has never, ever, ever been prepared for something no, like that. No, this is the first time it's yeah. happened. So we started to hear a little bit of um, news about this last week, where they were saying like maybe about twenty-two project, uh, sorry, uh, thirty-five projects over twenty-two cities. Yeah, um, this has been happening. Well, right. guess what? The news <clears throat> has changed now. Now it's they're saying over 100 projects in 50 different cities, but it's actually not that. I've been speaking to people in China. It's more like 200 projects. In other words, 200 of these, because, um, you know, there's one thing about people that buy these properties. Um, you experienced it. My wife's experienced it. Anyone who's bought property, uh, everybody's buying property in that place, get together in like WeChat groups, mm-hmm. and they all communicate because mm-hmm. they all take care of like, you know, any issues that might arise and they talk about their investments and That's stuff, right? right? 
So when people start paying, it's not one person that stops paying for one apartment. The no. whole group of people for that entire apartment complex will be like, no, we're not going to pay. Because if one person's not going to pay, we're not going to pay. Why are we paying for this? And the reason they're doing this is they're trying to force the hand of the real estate companies and the Chinese government to be like, okay, fine, we'll reduce the cost 15%. Yeah. So you don't have to pay more than the, yeah. your neighbor. That's right. That's what they're trying to do. And they're also trying to force them to continue the projects because there's yeah. been no movement. Right, right. The punishments so far have been things like, of course, your credits, your credit score yeah. has been affected. So people yep. that have done this and they don't pay the mortgage, they can't have credit cards anymore. It affects your social credit. Some people can't travel, you know, that kind of thing. But they don't care at this point because, look, people are kind of stuck with COVID I mean, this anyway. Is, this is the, yeah, that's a good point. But I think it's also t- it's important to understand this is not like a little side project. This yeah. is a lot of people's full life investment yes. that they've bet on dirt. Yes. And now that they, they're the only option they have is I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to pay it. So some rough estimates on the amount that this could cost the um, Chinese economy or the, yeah. this whole thing is over 100 billion US dollars. Yeah. And that's yeah, cause that's it's over 200. Projects. That's incredibly conservative. That's yeah. that yeah. was the initial. Yeah. When they were still thinking there was only about 35, 40 projects that had been stalled. But it's we're looking at 200. It's not even in the, the small rural areas either. We're talking about some of these projects in Shenzhen and even Beijing. Yeah. OK, where people are like, we're, we're done. We're not paying. Um, but it's had an even bigger knock-on effect because it's not only like, oh, it's going to cause like hundreds of a hundred billion or whatever it is in bad debt, but it's also shaken confidence in banks yeah. and in the, and in the real estate market. And you know what that's done that's is bad. it's, it's affected the stock prices of those, those like industries. So now we're seeing stocks plummet when it comes to banks, people taking stocks in banks plummeting a lot and some of the big banks as well like the agricultural bank of china mm. you know these bigger institutions mm. that are normally untouchable mm-hmm. we're seeing their stock prices plummet and also real estate companies who also rely on a lot of stock investment their stock prices are plummeting too so it's having a massive knock-on effect yeah so this has the potential out of anything to really create a huge dent in the chinese economy yeah. Because if the Chinese government, even though they've now stepped in and they've tried to like assure people that they'll make sure the projects get finished and stuff, I mean, even even if they do step in like that, now people realize that there's a way for them to effect change, so to yeah. speak, yeah. by doing this. Right. Right. And they're not going to settle for anything other than what they demand, which is they want these projects finished. No. And they want their uh, 15% or whatever it is, uh, discount. And that's going to hammer the property market because if they have to capitulate and start selling these things for less, it's going to upset the entire industry. It's going to take confidence out of the entire industry. Yes. People are going to yeah. be like, we got to pay less. Why did I pay more? Right. You know, when you go out to buy a new house now, you're not going to, you know, the demand's going to be less. So if you buy this house, when you sell it, are you going to be able to make more money or is it going to be le- – it's really going to upset everything. And the stock market downturn, mm. everything together. If it spreads, and it already is spreading a lot, mm-hmm. just imagine if it spread like wildfire and everybody who was currently invested in a building that hadn't been built yet. Which is a ton. Which is, I'd say, a, a huge a percentage. A huge percentage, yeah. If they all decided we're not going to pay anymore, 
it would topple the entire industry. Oh, yeah. Because the entire real estate industry relies on this Ponzi scheme of yeah. getting money for dirt. Absolutely. Money for nothing. And if they're not going to get that money for nothing, how are they going to pay for their materials? They already can't get loans anymore because of this, those five red line rules that the government put into place. You can really see the entire real estate economy, the engine just collapsing. So this is the first time ever that I have ever seen a situation with the Chinese economy that might actually have ramifications, huge, huge, huge ramifications that cannot just be swept under the rug. Right. Because the Chinese government will always step in and prop up all these companies. They'll always just eat the cost. They'll do whatever they can do because it's not like the West where things naturally kind of adjust themselves. Yeah. The Chinese government will fake numbers and they'll pump money into things that they shouldn't and they'll yes. do whatever they do. But this time, you know, you can say that there's a big possibility that this is going to have massive ramifications, yeah. this particular situation. Actually, my video that I released today has everything to do with those ramifications. Right. So if you want to check that out, go to Laowai86. Yeah, please do. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to show a little bit more um, of this drone footage uh, for a second here. Because just to give you an idea of the scale of how how much of this construction and stuff is going on, all of those buildings over there are empty in that lot, yep. okay? Yep. You can see you everywhere, so everywhere on the horizon, you see buildings that are currently under construction or, um, you know, newly finished. Yeah. And even the populated buildings that I lived in um, would have apartments that were still empty because of speculation. Yeah. People have bought them as a... Uh, as an investment and never really put anything into them. Um, I, I also wanted to show you the quality of the buildings. The, these buildings that you're seeing here, I filmed this in Guangzhou, which is the capital of Guangdong. You probably know it as Canton or Guangzhou, but it's got the Canton Tower. Mm -hmm. In fact, you'll be able to see it in this in this footage somewhere. These buildings are not old, by the way. No, these I lived in a building like this. It was from mid-90s. Yeah, exactly. So what what you're dealing with is like, Mid to late 90s, this building was built, and it just looks awful. So this is what you're spending your money on at the end of the day. This is what yeah. you're going to get. This is an aged one. This is yeah. what you see. They actually were be built better back then. Yeah, they lost Quite longer. a bit better. Yeah. You can see, if you look right above where I'm pointing, in the distance you can see the Canton Tower. Yeah. For those of you who know anything about Guangzhou Guangdong, yeah. Yeah, and Guangdong, the Canton Tower, it's quite a spectacular tower. Um, but it looks kind of crappy because this is... I'll be honest, what you see very often, this kind of weather, smog, it's pollution. 80%. Yeah, exactly. So when you see these beautiful um, brochures and, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, CCP propaganda. Yeah, exactly. You see all the flashy this is lights. This is downtown Guangzhou, guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, you know, you get the idea. But yeah. we just needed to tell you that this is really quite an important thing that's happened. Yeah. In the Chinese economy, this idea of boycotting paying your mortgages because people have reached a point now where they don't care anymore. No. Okay? No. The unemployment rate is also massive in China right now. Yes. You know, new graduates are finding it very difficult to get jobs because of the bloody lockdowns. Yeah. You know? It's oppressive. It's awful. So yeah. people are not um, in the the best of situations. And when you're paying these mortgages on these houses, they are ridiculous. Yeah. Okay? One of my clients in Shenzhen was paying 30,000 RMB a month for their, um, just for their mortgage. It's like five grand, four or five They grand. could not afford it. 
They had to the entire family, like so it was the husband and the wife and the grandparents and everyone else who had money in their family was helping them pay for this. Yeah, because you think about it, it's five thousand US dollars a month, right? Yeah. But the average person in Shenzhen makes about fifteen hundred dollars a month. So correct. How are you spending three times your salary on your your rent or your mortgage? Your mortgage. And you know, the crazy thing is is that it's thirty thousand RMB a month they were paying for their mortgage. I was paying for the uh, three thousand eight hundred RMB for rent, five hundred bucks. So yeah. like nothing, ten percent yeah. or whatever it is yeah. for rent for the, the same size apartment that they bought, and it wasn't built yet. Yeah. So you know, it's a it's a stupid situation. It's a Ponzi scheme. It is. It's ridiculous. Like anyway, that's the Chinese real estate market. But I'm just saying, um, watch this space, guys, because unless the Chinese government comes in and quashes this, which I'm telling you, they are already. Yeah. They're trying their best to spread this, stop the spread of this. Right, so when yeah. people talk about it, it's getting yeah. deleted. It's not being talked no. about. No, um, because they don't want people to catch on to the idea that if they stop paying their mortgages, that they're going to get results. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Because if it spreads, they're effed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much that whole segment. So yeah. um, let's move on, shall we? Have a couple of super chats, and then we'll get to the next one. Sure. Doc Slothington says, "I'll just actually, leave this drone footage in the yeah, background." Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll get to Doc's in a second because it's a good segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few weeks ago, sorry, it's from Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few weeks ago, you were talking about the women who were getting attacked for not doing what the men told them to uh, to do. Any update on these women? Stay safe. What were we talking about there? I don't know. Women getting attacked for not doing what they told them to. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. I mean, there's yeah, a huge issue remember. with... Uh... Oh, I think, yeah, we were definitely talking about domestic abuse. Yeah, there's a lot of horrible things going on. I don't think there's any update on that. It's going to mm. be like that for a while. Yep. Oh, it was the the stabbing or the the beating at the the barbecue restaurant. Oh, that Tangshan, that one. Yeah, I mean, look, we actually a bunch of new ones happened where I on my street. Yeah, where I used to live. It's absolutely insane. Uh, again, ask yourself what happened to the chain woman. Have you heard anything about that? No. See how this outrage will crop up about like a human rights thing, like this uh, the the women's rights with the chain woman. And it makes it actually is so big that it makes international news and it yeah. makes news around the country. Yeah. But very quickly, it's forgotten and swept under the rug. Yeah. And that's because they make it that way. Right. They was... literally disappeared her so nobody could interview her yes. anymore. Yeah. They stopped reporters being able to go to that area of China. They stopped all conversation. People that made artworks mm. had their artworks destroyed. They stopped it because the Chinese government does not want this kind of thing to be out there because it causes civil unrest. Yes. It's, it causes yeah, people why, to question you heard the... About Shui and yeah, exactly. It causes people to question the, the government. Yeah. And they don't want that. So you hear about these things and the same with the beating of these women. Yeah. Huge outrage. People are talking about women's rights again. Yeah. Don't hear about it anymore. No, I will say that there was a bunch of rumors going around. Again, I will say rumors at this point because there is no way to confirm this, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, that they, those women died. Well, some of them did, yeah, yeah. Ac- according to the rumors. Yeah. Kathleen Morrison, why is there so much trust in the national CCP when the populace knows the local government is so corrupt? Why do they trust the government at all? Kathleen, I think my video will be perfect for you today. Yeah, yeah. That's verbatim what I talk about. Yeah. So go yeah. check it out. Check it out. David Lopin, uh, just a weekly reminder that the CCP is in violation of the Global um, Magnit- Magnitsky Act in terms of their support for Putin's war of aggression upon Ukraine. That's right. Yeah. That is correct. Thank you for the weekly reminder. Thank you. Sean O'Sullivan says, "What's uh, what news of Dazak? What's his other name? Oh, yeah. You know, this guy. Give me a second. We're uh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, there is not really any news about him, to be honest. He's managing to stay under the radar, as is probably the best thing for him to do right now. Yeah. But as we all know, he helped cover up the initial outbreak of and seriousness of the mm-hmm. um, yeah. COVID-19 outbreak. That's right. And there'll be a lot for him to answer to one of these days. I suppose if it ever makes makes it to whatever. Peter Balzac, or, otherwise known as Peter Dazak, with his yeah. Eco-Death Alliance. Eco-Death Alliance. Uh, DC, can't say dictator without Dick. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marit Strickmatter, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grillam Mad, longtime viewer, just caught you live. Uh, just starting to get over COVID after a week of being sick. Thanks for ruining my week, CCP and Peter Balzac. <laughs> yeah, there uh, we go. So sorry, JPN. Susan, again, not noticing. You're calling Susan out, CEO of YouTube. Right. Susan, again, not notifying me of this live stream or my free super chat. Uh, not oh, good. Not good. Um, we'll get back to the other ones, but I want to say Doc Southington because he has a great segue. What's that? He says, after, uh, after having he- just heard about it for the first time on the Monday show, I'm now seeing rumors that Chinese Ox and Hefty Bird are financing the first American franchise of Dongle King. Please oh, right. confirm. Guys, we have to quickly tell you about our Monday show. Oh, um, so fun. It was, we talked about what, what um, yeah, chi- Chinese people think Western food is. Yeah, it's, it's China. All the bad Western food we had in China, we did yeah, a breakdown. So, we tier listed it. Yeah, you can see a couple of things in the back. I actually just wanted to point out the, um, before we even get into it, because this, this was hilarious, these slippers. Mm. Can I talk about these slippers for a second? All right. It's very relevant to the food. Of course. (laughs) I'm going to put it on top. But these slippers are so typical of like tier 88 China when you get there. Yeah. Take a look. Not only does it say Kni on it instead of Nike, but you think that's where it ends? Nope. It's like, you know. Double down. Yeah, double down. So, you know, it's supposed to be NBA, right? But nope, it's BNA. I love yes. that. I yes. just love that. Anyway, yeah, we we were talking. The reason we showed that is we were talking about when you get into the more rural parts of China or just outside the big cities. Really, mm. you start to see these absolutely absurd Western style restaurants. Yeah, just like like crazy, like you're on an acid trip. Yeah. So we we went on about it. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't can I can spoil I show? It. I got to show just don't a, spoil I, it. I I won't, but uh, I'll, I'll let people text. make up their own minds their own minds about this advert that I filmed. In. It's not an advert; it's their poster. Well, they're the poster in yeah. the restaurant. Yes. By the way, this is for Texas Burger. As you can see, it's on a Burger King logo. Yeah. They don't serve chicken. No. They don't serve fried chicken. No. 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 Very good, in, good, good. I feel you, like you can, yeah. You, I feel like 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 we said in the show. That's a fairly like racist poster. It goes more deep than that though, because it's not even his hand. No, look, you see, they've photoshopped a hand. Yeah. Okay, like an adult hand holding yeah. a drumstick. Let me let's, let me get closely. Good, good, good. Texas like, hamburger. And we speculate that it's supposed to be a stock image of a child singing. I think so. Probably with I a microphone. So. Yeah, like. Like you type in, you go to Shutterstock and like child singing. Yeah. That's what that is. And then what they've done is they've like superimposed a hand with a chicken drumstick, mm. fried chicken, you know? Anyway. Very goodly, yum, yum. Like, oh, sure. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it is. Where is that? Let's see if I can find that. Um, right there. You had your mouse on it. Oh, it did, did I? There we go. How sure. How sure. The reason we're telling you about this, guys, is um, that's our Monday show. Yeah. We talk about rubbish like that. So, it you was, know, it's not rubbish. No, but I mean, that's it is. It's fun. That we was, talk about it was junk like, like two that. hours of pure, like some of our craziest experiences and yeah. with video evidence of the weirdest, 
crappiest Western food we had in China, we ranked it. And yeah. it was so fun. Everyone had such yeah. a good time. So, so definitely go yeah. to our show. Yeah, so if you want to watch that, remember it's on Monday, guys. If you are a patron, um, we have a Shaban Ho tier, and you get to see that. You can watch the old episodes if you join now. And of course, yeah, we have them. You don't yeah. have to be live. Yeah, and there's a, a live live show every Monday. So if you want to go see the food episode, it's right. It's up now yeah. on there. If you're yeah. on the Shaban Ho tier, so please, please, please go do that. Yeah, if you're interested in catching, I'll a actually extra. make a I'll make a pinned thing up here. Okay, cool. Yeah. So anyway, it's time for us to move on, guys. We're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which, of course, is um, Wumao Corner, which, um, you look, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we, we've moved our office around a little bit here, our studio, mm-hmm. and the uh, little button thing that I push for changing scenes and stuff is is not connected because I don't have a long enough USB extension. Yeah. So things are a little weird today, if you don't mind. So we're just going to go on to Wumao Corner where we talk about, you know, the terrible things that the haters are doing and so on and so forth, which, of course, is always an interesting thing. Uh, and today what we're going to be talking about is... Uh, uh, okay. We're talking about something. Just give me a sec. I'm okay. Doing the, I'm doing the ad for it to pin it. Okay. Talk. You can talk about it. What is this? What? Oh, that yeah, that's personal. Put that up there. It's personal. How's what do you think? Pers- Actually, this is good. This is good. What do you? Th- why do you think I included this? I don't know. It's like Manila. Just look closely. Okay, it says Manila, Manila, Philippines, with an this earthquake. Isn't a this isn't a trick. Looks like it. an earthquake. Is okay. that an earthquake? It has nothing to do with it. But. Okay, and then there's Taiwan up there with a bunch of people sitting on it, and Guangzhou, Macau. What? What are we looking at here? The the nine dash line. Okay. Yeah. See the nine dash line. Yeah. Now, that wouldn't really surprise you if I was getting this from Baidu Maps or something, right? Oh, okay. So you're talking about the nine-dash line. Yes. So for those of you who don't know what the nine-dash line is, it's this claim um, that China just came up with a couple of years ago. Mm. They were like, this belongs to us because we found an ancient map, this part of the sea. And if you look at the, if you look at the map, you'll see those like gray dashes. Mm-hmm. That's called the nine-dash line. And they claim everything within inside that belongs to China. And it's gotten so ridiculously political that if a country like prints a map or puts up a map yeah. that doesn't include that, then China will boycott that country or cause right. d- diplomatic issues. But if you pull up your phone right now yeah. and you look in this region, you look, see how Taiwan's included in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Taiwan's inside the nine-dash line. To, yeah, if you go to Apple or Google Maps, you're not going to see the nine-dash line. No. Of course not, right? Because sure. that's obnoxious and yeah. wrong and it's just a claim and it's just a claim no one's no, no one is no. like saying yes that's right philippines disagrees vietnam disagrees taiwan disagrees everyone in the region this malaysia disagrees everyone disagrees because you know what it's not true and you can't just true. be you like oh this. okay and i gotta say china with your ancient map bullshit how about i bring up an old map of the british empire and say well look at that you know what we owned all of this. This belongs to us. Get the hell out. Like, you move somewhere else. You know what? Like, Hong Kong and that whole area over there? Yeah, it belonged to us. Ancient maps don't mean shit. No, it You can't pull no. out an ancient map and no. say that is historically our Correct. territory. Correct. It has to be a legal thing. Yeah. So, they do this. And imagine, like, if you look at other countries around the world on a globe or something, yeah. you don't need to have lines because borders are delineated through law. Yes. Right? But China has a hissy fit if you don't have this absolutely ridiculous nine dash line on your stuff, like you said. Yeah. This is Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. This was sent to me mm-hmm. by a friend of mine who's currently living in Taiwan. Yeah. And he was very shocked to see, and we've confirmed, 
that Snapchat has the nine dash line. And Snapchat is an American company mm. that has nothing to do with China. In fact, it's been banned in China forever, yeah. for ages. Has nothing to do with the Chinese market. Yeah. Their map, which is very widely used by, it's not like a little feature. Everyone uses this map to see where their yeah. friend spread is. Right. Is the nine dash line. That's Absolutely outlandish. So yeah. he reached out to the dev team or whatever. Everyone out there, get a hold of Snapchat. Yeah, tell Snapchat this to, to F off with this. Yeah. They're wrong. Okay. It's just wrong. It's yeah. not just wrong. It's offensive to Taiwanese people, and it's offensive to the people in your market. It's yes. offensive to the Filipino people who use Snapchat because yes. it's legal there. Yeah, and Taiwanese people. Who are you trying to? Who are you trying to capitulate to? You're not even allowed to. Your app isn't available in China. That's the yeah. dumbest behavior I've ever seen. Well, they probably want to break into the it's market. It's not. They've been. It's been banned. They will never allow. Snapchat. I know they'll never allow. Never. But you know how Hollywood and all this they yeah, capitulate because yeah, yeah. they want to get in. So that's probably sure. what Snapchat's but doing. But at least. Hollywood got a morsel. Yes, yes. <laughs> a strand of yeah. wool. Yeah, <laughs> you know they did. I mean? A crumb. Snapchat doesn't have yeah. a crumb. Yeah. Right? They're sitting there with their fedora on. Yeah. Playing a freaking flute or something. <laughs> sure. Or whatever, whatever those, those yeah. neckbeards do. Yeah. And they're trying to capitulate to a market they can't even touch. Yeah. They don't have a crumb. No, they don't have a crumb or a strand. You know what? That's absolutely immoral, Snapchat. Awful. Remember, like, Leapfrog Toys or whatever. Yeah, Remember we showed that, that on their educational globes and stuff, had the nine-dash line, and people were complaining, what is this Chinese propaganda? <laughs> the problem is, when you get your products made in China, yes, it's difficult not to do that, because you'll get the companies that will refuse right. to make it. Right. I'll be like, no. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm talking about when I, try, when I put on a Taiwan VPN, by the way. Right. So they're capitulating to China because of Taiwan. Yeah. So all the people in Taiwan that are seeing this, yeah. that's the case. Yeah. I guess if you pull it up like in some in some countries and it doesn't matter. It probably I'm, I'll doesn't. pull it up in the U.S. Yeah, pull, pull it up in yeah, the I U.S. Yeah, I did it on uh, Taiwan VPN to confirm he was telling the truth and he was. Okay. Well, I mean, if that's really the case, Snapchat has to change their, it's actually, their BS. If, they, if, if it's not on the American one, I'll actually be more mad. Because yeah. what they're doing is they're targeting Taiwanese people That'd by be saying even, that you are you belong to China. That's that's, that's <laughs> and terrible. like not doing it elsewhere. No, that's that's that that's worse. even worse. Yeah, if that's the case. Mm. Yeah, I'm pulling it up here. Yeah, pull it up and see. <laughs> yeah, it's not there. It's not there. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dude. No. All right, so yeah, quick correction there. They're using that on the Taiwanese yes. app. Well, the yes. Ta- if yeah, because when I went on the Taiwan VPN, yeah. it came up and for him too. So okay. now, guys, mm. we're in a situation where they're trying to hide it from yeah. you in other countries that they're using this nine dash line, but they're telling Taiwanese people. At by the way, probably because China reached out, said yeah. you have to do this in a in a country where they're not allowed to operate. Yeah, in saying we uh, mainland China, the the PRC, the People's Republic of China, the Communist China owns you a democratic free nation of Taiwan. I wonder if they do that with uh, the Philippines and uh, you know all the other. That Vietnam would be interesting. I'll try some VPNs later. Yeah, I'll we'll try it out. Yeah, so we'll That's update you on this next time. It's huge. Taiwan is a country, guys. Yes. Taiwan is separate. Always has been. Has never been ruled by the Communist Party of China ever. No. Not once. Mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Um, now, what is this uh, that you've brought up here? This is a comment on one of your most recent uh, yeah. uh, videos. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's on my video. It's just a comment that I wanted to reach out. It's always good to have a little update. We've okay. had a, I thought it represented what I've been hearing a lot. Yeah. Um, there's not many foreigners uh, that are deciding to stick around in China. They're working yeah. out their contracts. Yeah. A lot of them are uh, losing their jobs. Right. 
a lot of them are just packing their bags and leaving. It's kind mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. It's not a great. It's not a conducive environment to be a foreigner. Dude, most people that I know have either left. Yeah. And I'm talking long-term people. And right. that's that's when you got to worry. Right. When people have been there for a decade or more, okay, right. like we were. Right. You've got your roots, you know. You've been there for so long. You've put dedicated so much of your life to living in China. When people like that are like, okay, finally it's time to leave. Yeah. You know something's wrong. These fresh off the boat guys have been there for a couple of years or whatever. They still don't understand the place no. enough. They no. haven't lived there long enough. Some of them are willing to stick it out because they're still having a party and enjoying the cheap booze and the you know the the party lifestyle or whatever it is that they're into. Or they're they're running away from something. They want to start a fresh life. They're running away from a dodgy past or whatever. You know, you yeah. get those people. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll stick it out. But it's the people that have been there for a long time and the mm. professionals that have been there yeah. um, that work at factories, that work at international schools, things like that. The, the professionals who went there and have a proper career there, yes. they're leaving too. Yes. You know, like I know someone who's, Absolutely. who's a very good educator that's yeah. been living in Shanghai for 15 years now. Yeah. And they're like, nope. And they've left. Did you see this comment? Lilla Farley's in the chat, by the way. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Lilla Farley, friend of the show. Yeah. Um, he says, everyone I know has left. Every single yeah, person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I only know like two foreigners left. Even the freaking shills have yeah, left for the, the most Yeah, even the shills are leaving. Yeah. They're, they're dropping like flies. There are a few diehards. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous excuses. Oh, like, yeah. Well, oh, I'm, my family's blah, blah, blah. I miss yeah. them. I'm oh, going to come back. I'll be right back. Medical <laughs> treatment. I'll be whatever. right back. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever. Like sure. the the people who have been really like sucking the, the jiba yeah. of the CCP for the longest time. Um, who you think would stay? Even yeah. they're like, that's enough. Yeah. These lockdowns really, really showed yeah. them the true, yeah. the true lack of freedom. Yes, you know, and the true nature of the Chinese government. That everything's fine until it's not. Yeah, you know, and you can have a party and all that, but where are you going to go get your cheap beers and your your prostitutes and all that kind of stuff when you're stuck in your apartment and have to get forced COVID tested every day? Yeah, the the dregs of. Yeah, that's no longer an option. So if you take away the only reason a lot of these people are there, true, they're not going to stick around. Yes, you know, yes, the the attention and all the other stuff that they use, the free trips that they get to travel around and do propaganda. Yes, when you can't travel because of COVID restrictions, yeah, what's the point? Lila Farley had another thing. He said all the shills left at the same time. They did, but none of none brought up the zero COVID policy. How serendipitous! Yeah, very true. It's very true. No like, one brought that up. There are some massive shills, and like we don't like to put a spotlight no, on them. But no. guys that have been really working for the Communist yes. Party on their propaganda side, they all left within a very short space of time. And we're talking about people that have been there for a long time, that have been doing this full time, you know, for the Chinese government, that have been all over on the news, done the Xinjiang yeah. genocide denial, all this kind of stuff. They're all just like, poof, okay, we're leaving. Yep, all done. Yeah. So I wanted to read this comment. She says, yeah. uh, this nice Heather girl, she says, I work in Hefei. Mm-hmm. That's in Anhui up there. Right. Uh, kind of near Shanghai, but more rural. And in uh, international school, at a real international school. Yeah. No Chinese curriculum. So these do exist. They're very rare. Yes. Um, these are very highly paid and they'll yeah. use like foreign curriculum. Yeah. But our bilingual school has to has to drop Canada from the name because they, they'll be like Canada's international school or yeah. America's international Canadian, school. Canadian, you know, that English. happened to me. Like, I wasn't even allowed to call it New York. Yeah, remember right? they made you take Manha- down your... It's called Manhattan. Yeah. And they're like, no, too political. This pro-America, get it out of there. Yeah, and they took down your, took down your American, American flag. flag yeah. Which was next to the Chinese flag. Yeah. So you weren't like, this is better. No, it was like partnership. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, they had to drop the name Canada from the name, and the government came and pulled every English book from the library. Can you imagine? 
imagine, just mm. imagine this. Yeah. There's a high school right down the road. Yeah. You have this high school and they teach uh, Chinese. You can go no, take dude, Chinese class. Dude, here in America, uh. you have the Chinese Chinese schools. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I remember. Right. I'm re- saying not only in that. I'm saying re- you go to remember, public school. But remember when we were in California? Yes. They actually had like the Chinese school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Chinese school. You go there. It's like in, an international school. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. For Chinese yes. people that live I in the States, that. they can go to this school and it's only in Chinese and it's only for Chinese people. Right. And that's what it is. It's right. the Chinese. I mean, anyone can go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's a Chinese school with sure. Chinese curriculum and it's all, you know what I mean? Now, imagine they shut those down. Yeah. Right? Now, and also they go into the high school where yeah. all American kids are going, right? Yeah. And there's a Mandarin class. So you can take Mandarin or Spanish or yeah. French, right? Or German. And they go in there, they shut down the Mandarin class and they take all Chinese language books off the shelf and they throw them out. They're well, like, you are not allowed dude, to do this. It's the same as if you went into the Chinese school and yeah. you're like, okay, no longer allowed to have any Chinese textbooks in yeah. the Chinese school. Yes, in the this Chinese school. That's, freaking, what, that's a good That's analogy. it. Yeah. Take yeah. them out. Throw them out. So a lot of the international schools closed down. Yes. First of all, this this woman is, uh, you know, she's fortunate enough to have kept her job for the time being. Mm. Because we've seen people lose their jobs. The international schools get rid of all the foreigners. And then they get rid of all foreign curriculum. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, this dude. <laughs> is that me gold? What the hell are yeah. you? Chinese communist leprechaun over here, for instance, has to give up his training center, got shut down. Yeah. You know, everybody and they have to go full time shill because they can't. Yeah. uh, The becoming a shill was also a coping mechanism, financial coping coping mechanism, because a lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm trying to get at here is that the the whole teaching and training industry took a massive hit when they were like, they're no longer allowed to have these private training centers. So then the government comes in, but you can shill for the government and do propaganda. Yes. And they're like, okay, I'll do yeah, that. Absolutely. That's kind of the what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good comment from uh, Heather. Yeah. I hope that's not a real name. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, she was a public comment. So that's why I read it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm not going to hide it. It's not a DM. No, no, it's not. So um, this over here, you got to explain what happened oh, here. So to uh, – this is – you know what's weird? This is actually to a random – account that we have just some random burner account mm-hmm. i was emailed this joint we, we use yeah. it just yeah. for crap like spam stuff mm-hmm. but this quora you know quora yeah quora questions. by the way is now belongs to the cc oh yeah i mean they actually did an entire state media piece on uh, people's daily i believe was it people's yeah. daily uh, on how to co-opt Quora and change it into a propaganda outlet for the CCP. And yeah. that was public. That's not leaked. They did a no. public piece yeah. on that, on how to train citizens to do that. Yeah. So it is now. Quora is, um, I can't believe it. Isn't Quora American? I don't know what it is. How do they feel to be an outlet of the Chinese government and Uyghur genocide? Well, I mean, it's the weirdest thing, because all you need to do to test this, by the way, is to go into Quora and ask a question that's politically sensitive in yes. China. So ask, you know, anything about Xi Jinping or mm-hmm. ask you know, about the Tiananmen Square massacre or something, and you'll get attacked, just attacked. And there'll be like all these weird deflection articles coming up and all these people. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so the Wumao Club, yeah. right, is this Quora group where they just do Uyghur genocide denial and why is America so bad and why is China so good? It's always these, it's these straw man questions be like, why is China the best place in the world and America's the worst? It'll yeah. be like questions like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why does America say there's a genocide when we already know 100% that there isn't a genocide and it's already been proven? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's the question, yeah. And they sent us, it was interesting, they sent us 
a recommendation. Cora said, would you be interested in joining this group? They emailed that to the us. The Wumao Club. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. What is actually happening? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Quora is... Uh, uh, this is a fair wow. fair warning to everybody. Quora has been compromised. and It's is, fully compromised. It's 100% compromised. If you go there for any answers that are uh, political, yeah. to do with geopolitics, it's definitely going to be biased towards China. Not because just, not just it's towards. Just, it, it is run by yeah. the Chinese 50 cent army at this yeah. point. Yeah. It belongs to China. There's no two ways about it. No. Just no. so you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so is that what we got for Wumao Corner? I believe so, yeah. All right, let's make sure. I'm going to just make sure we don't spoil anything here. Whoa, sorry. Whoa. Wrong one. Wrong one. I just don't want to spoil bam, anything bam, bam, here. Bam. Okay, yeah. All right. So um, we're going to take a few more Super Chats before we hit sure. our world view. So what do we got? Uh, Tanme Kulkarni says, hey, guys, I'm from India. I've been a big fan since a long time. Cool. If China collapses, what does that mean for the world at large? I don't think you're going to see it. I think you should watch my new video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Just just remember, though, that this this economic downturn and all these lockdowns have already affected the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude. Supply chain. I don't know if anyone's noticed these days, but if you want to buy, a, I don't know, a new car or something, sure. yeah. it's difficult. The wait lists are very long. Yeah. Certain items that you were used to buying and getting in a short period of time now take months sometimes yeah. to reach. Like certain things that people were relying on. This is the knock-on effect if the Chinese economy goes bad. Yes. The lockdowns have stopped a lot of factories from operating. There's a lot of people, workers that cannot do their job. They cannot meet the supply anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's causing massive knock-on effects throughout the entire world. So if the economy really tanks, we're going to see more of that. True. Unless companies are smart enough to move their manufacturing out of China, we're going to be hit with a lot of this stuff. True. So. Ilbio, thank you very much. A. Watson, thank you for informing my mind while making me laugh. Thank you oh, very much. Cool. David. David Lopanza says, Winston, ever gone by the name the White Django? No. It fits like an OJ glove. <laughs> <laughs> David, are you being well, weird again? I think so. I don't know what you're on about. By the way, either of you in the market for a mother of eight? You... He says things that give me chills, and I don't know why. <laughs> no, thank you. What is that? Uh, um, I don't know, like Octomom. <laughs> what? There was that woman who like got a doctor to, you know, do dodgy things so that she had like eight. Oh, children. wasn't that fake though? No, it happened. Remember that one scam one in South Africa? That she, what? That, that wasn't true. No, but the Octomom thing was, was true. Was it South Africa? No, I don't oh, okay. think so. I'm pretty sure that was. Whatever. I don't pay okay. attention to that stuff. Anyway, it's like yeah. tabloid crap. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua King, here's my <laughs> weekly 20. Rip Shinzo Abe. Thank you. Thank you yes. Il, Il Bio, I worked eight months in China in 2013, 2014. Thank you for showing the real China, not the Shanghai, Beijing bubble. Love from yeah. Italy. Uh, we'd like to go to Italy. Yeah. Italy's uh, here's, awesome. Here's love till I'm beep faced drunk. Excellent. Thank you very much. Kuala1203, just giving you $5 donation from the port of Dandong. We oh, need to make dude, a soundbite. We're going to make a soundbite. Listen, I first need to have a... I do have it here, by the people way. Are, I, people in the chat are clamoring for me to be in control of soundboard because they think you're doing a bad job, but it's actually not your fault. Look, it's dead. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. I'll, I'll tell you next you. time. <laughs> I was going to give a little cliffhanger. No, this is a the wire reason. hanger. <laughs> okay, because we've moved this, we've got this desk here and it's far away from the streaming computer. So if you were to see our office right now, it's ridiculous. Our soundboard's like on the floor, halfway in between the desk yeah, yeah. and the computer, yeah. just so the USB cable can reach. And this, by the way, El Gato, El, El Gato, El Gato, El 
whatever, gato, the yeah. cat. Yeah. Is that what it is? El gato, yeah, the cat. Yeah, Casa de la Gatos or whatever. Yeah, this great. thing, it's supposed to be for streaming, and you give this much length on your USB cable. What is wrong with <laughs> that you? That is pretty bad. You know, like it's yeah. just whatever. So, yeah, we apologize, but it'll be fixed. Yeah, people are begging for my radio. I can't it'll, do any of that stuff right now. Don't worry, next week we'll have it yeah. sorted out, promise. We should have a democratic soundboard, though. Yeah, well, dude, yeah. you're always pressing that crap. Yeah, but I can't I can't reach him. I'm, I'm telling this audience here, I am not in control of it. He's not, no one's in control of it. No. There is no soundboard. But you know what? Remember, like, we, we actually got um, somebody donated money for this. Yes. And we have the old one. And all I need to do is figure out how to run them both at the same time. And we then can you can have one, I can have one. Or we could have one that scenes, one that sounds. No, that I mean, like, I think you should be able to have access to True. all of those little sound. I think we can figure it out. Guys, we'll figure it out. Promise. Yeah. We're going to make it a democratic soundboard. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Gringo Poppy says supporting Winston's drug addiction. What? <laughs> oh, you mean like beer? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I mean, sure. Alcohol is yeah. a drug. Absolutely. Yeah. Dylan GT G Tech. Uh, this gives me a great idea for the annual prank gift to the family back home. What's that? I don't. Hopefully, it's not any of the dark stuff we just covered there. <laughs> no uh, idea. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Marie Stripmatter, a friend of the channel, says I have some model pictures of my fiance on the wall, but we were separated for a while due to the virus, and I like to see her waking up. That's different. It's your fiance. It's not yes, you. It's not you. <laughs> you, you, Maurice, you don't you put don't a picture of yourself. yourself. Yeah, like I hope not. Like being all schwai, you know, all handsome. <laughs> like, you know, you have a picture yeah. of yourself with like sparkles you in your it eyes. On your ceiling. Wow. Remember the the coffee shop that we used to go to? That and it had Nicholas like Nicholas Cage, Cage on, on the, the yeah. ceiling. Like, We've got footage, I'm sure. We right? do. We mm. do. No. Cairo says, uh, was late for Shaoban Ho this week, but it was epic. Cool. Made me want some burgers. Oh, Texas Yeah, Texas Burger, burger yeah. Yeah, guys, go to our patron. I swear to God, you will love our last episode. Yeah. And we're every Monday. Yeah, we got a good one for this Monday. Yeah, we do. Shaze, I've always wanted to have a picture of me bare-chested on my bedroom wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, mm. we'll, uh, we'll come back to these. Yeah, definitely. We've got to hit our uh, final subject of the day, which, of course, is World View, where we talk about what's happening in the world, specifically with regards to China. It's kind of like what's new, but with an international, international like lean or slant, one could yes. say. So uh, let's take a look. What is this? This is some Xinjiang uh, These are some cotton-picking Uyghurs, and yes. that's this whole thing about forced labor. Yes. Okay which is, of course, something that happens and there's no denying it. Why are the concentration camps all next to big cotton fields and whatnot? Why did they put so much effort into propaganda to try and pretend this doesn't happen? It makes no sense. Yeah, right. okay. So genocide, forced labor, all this, uh, I almost said good, all this horrible stuff is happening. Yeah. Um, such a colloquial phrase saying good stuff. It's yeah. actually bad stuff. It's bad stuff. All this horrible stuff is happening in Xinjiang, and the U.S. finally enacted its uh, cotton ban yeah. from the region. Remember, this was um, something that had been talked about, and well, yeah. it was put into I don't know, in motion like a long time ago, like yeah, but it's, it's years ago, right? Uh, or months? Last, last year I covered uh, it, so the cotton ban. A long time ago. Anyway, it it caused uproars in China. Mm. Caused yeah, I did a whole video about the pro protests, like people burning their h&m shirts yeah and like trying to rip them apart it's yeah. very funny footage anyway the fact of the matter is uh i think it's some 80 80 something 80 something percent of all the cotton in china comes from xinjiang yeah, it's a big chunk of course now i guess what they'll do is they'll still do the forced labor cotton thing but they'll just like doctor the books to say it's coming from somewhere else one might call it cotton actually oh yeah yeah one would. if i could somehow find that with our 
Mm, give me a Are second. Very archaic. This one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, what we got. I got it. it. So anyway, the point is, mm -hmm. uh, it forced the Chinese government's hand to buy all of the cotton that's been stagnating for like what, fifteen months or something. Right. It's been sitting there, not being able to sold, be sold. Mm. Uh, lockdowns plus this this law, right? So they had to buy all this cotton. Mm -hmm. And they put it into reserve, but we've seen what happens with Chinese reserves. Yeah, a lot of the grain just goes absolutely foul, or like just gets get gets sold. Yeah. you know, or it gets sold underhand. Yeah, so, I guess yeah. the cotton's happening the same. The problem is that it it's finally now been enacted. It wasn't enacted up until this yeah. point, so I'm yeah. I'm sure the trade was still going on. Well, I mean, they they claim that they have to buy like 15 months worth of cotton reserves. So, right, so, right. Something's going on there. Yeah, anyway, it is yeah. it is big news and there's probably going to be massive ramifications and a lot of cooking of the books as far as I'm oh, concerned because yeah. they're very good at doing that sort of thing. You know, like um, in order to get past um, a made in China label, they'll make it in China and then they ship it to Vietnam mm -hmm. and there it gets shipped from Vietnam with a made in Vietnam. So you feel better. You're like, oh, label. this is made in Vietnam or oh, this is made in Indonesia or whatever. Yeah, and depending on the situation. Yeah, it's not always. No, yeah, but there's always a loophole to be exploited. Yeah. And so I feel like exists. it's the same. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is that this ban has now been enacted, which is good. Yes. Okay. Because. Even if there's a whiff of this, um, you know, forced labor and horrible slavery, basically going on in Xinjiang, it mm. should not be supported. And the Chinese government will not allow independent investigations. The Chinese government will just continue to deny all this stuff, but still do it. Yeah. And there's been ample evidence in the past to show that this kind of practice happens with um, where they like, for instance, get prisoners to do the garlic peeling and stuff and all that kind of nonsense. And, and mm. it's just this whole forced labor thing is a thing in China. And we know what's been going on with the vocational camps in Xinjiang. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even if there's a whiff of it being true, mm -hmm. there should be a ban until it can be proven otherwise. Right. You know? I agree. So that's uh, world news. What else is going on in world news? It's probably something else. Think uh, so? I think there is. There might be something happening in this world. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should not show that. What's Don't worry. The... Nothing's happening there. No, Darucci setting. Oh, the Darucci. That's just a clip from the beginning. Okay. Don't yes. worry. You didn't... Right. It's nothing new, guys. Nothing new. Okay. Um, Darucci, those are the looky lose. Yeah, yeah. Remember in the mall. Yeah, I do. Uh, Darucci setting, I figured I'd actually put these in worldview from now on. Okay. Or either worldview or like Yamcha. Right. The reason being. Where was this? I believe this was in Canada. Oh, um, and we've had so many th slip through the cracks on our subreddit. Uh, right. Reddit.com slash r slash ADV China. Yeah. This. You can uh, see the Darucci old man right Darucci there. Darucci right there. Darucci. Uh, people have been sending in their wild Darucci spottings. Yes. On a truck here, maybe on like, a, you know, a billboard. Maybe they actually see a flagship store. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they've been all over the place. It's been absolutely fantastic to see Darucci pop up in the wild. And his legacy lives on. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, the Ruchi sighting. Do we have anything other than that? Okay, cool. So that means it's time for our favorite part of the show, which, of course, is Yamcha. So let me uh, find where that is. There we go. Yamcha, where we talk about what's going on, you know, in the comments. So all your super in chats get yeah, well, your super chats get answered, uh, and we just relax. I'm going to loosen the tie. Um, by the way, just before we do, I have to tell you how it all works. If you're watching live, you get to watch this now. If you watch over the weekend, it's still there. On Monday, we cut it out of the show. But if you're a patron, you get to, you know, you where, get to watch where it. There you go. Yeah, 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 you go here. You get to watch it. And you always get the full episodes undoctored on Patreon. Yeah. Um, no matter which tier you are. Yes. 
Um, I do want to quickly give a shout out about what's going to be happening as far as videos are concerned. You released your video today, which I is did, yeah. actually um, a very good video, which Thank is you. going over, um, you know, the, the idea of why there isn't a revolution in China, to, yeah. even despite all the the Crazy terrible stuff, things yeah. that are happening. Um, my video, which will be released tomorrow, is going to focus more on um, the end of the Chinese dream. Yes. Okay. So it'll be released tomorrow morning. I really hope you get to see that. And if you haven't already seen the video about my brother, I really appreciate everybody who did. Remember last week I asked everyone if they could go and look? Yeah. And a lot of you did, and I appreciate it very much. It means a lot to me. Um, And having done that video has helped me tremendously. Good. So thank you, everyone, for that. So for those of you who are not sticking around for Yamcha, stay awesome. We'll see you next week. And for those of you who are here now, let's get stuck in. I don't know if you guys have realized this, but I'm slowly transitioning into a Laban look. Um, yes. Very slowly. Yeah. This, a Laban would never wear a black polo. Oh, I've, starting, I've seen it. It's rare. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm starting to get into this kind of loose polo, thin material, you know. I'll yeah. start to transition into those kind of muted green and purple bars. Yes. You know, yes. like, I'll get there eventually, guys. I know you will. Yeah. Uh, thanks for noticing, guys, in the in the chat. Yeah. Um, uh, Walter said, blah, blah, blah. Reese Gray says, hello from Canada, guys. Shout out to the Aurora. Mm. Yeah, of course. The pride of the Canadian military. <laughs> Keep up the good work and never stop advocating for a free China. Absolutely. Uh, Maritz says, a society at breaking point. So sad. Yeah. Henry A., thank you very much. Rainbow Dancer 97. Will China just end up functioning kind of like a bigger version of North Korea? That's a great analogy. And I think it's headed towards that very quickly. Yeah, look at the cult of personality. Yeah. I mean, just look at how Xi Jinping is now this deity who's on the walls of people's homes and, you know, like is seen as the greatest man and is being told, dude, remember the other day we were looking up something in the China Daily or whatever it was or whatever. Oh, man. Holy crap. Dude. It used to be crap, like, to read Chinese media, obviously. But when you go to, like, China Daily or you go to, especially in the Chinese Yeah, the Rimen Rubao. So we're looking at the the Chinese version. You go there, it's literally Xi Jinping's thoughts. She's corner. She's this. And then it's a quote. And then it's like this. And he's all over the page. The banner on the top of the page has Xi Jinping in it. Then you've got this thing that keeps popping up, like, she's... She's thoughts. She's this. this down. Dude, please, we have to show this next time. All of the Chinese state media websites, yeah. we're going to go and show you the splash page. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You cannot go to any media outlet in China without Xi Jinping's face there. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's as if there's nothing else in China that's newsworthy other than whatever this man says. Yes. You know? Well said. It's, it's absolutely dumb. Yeah. This guy's not that interesting. No. Okay. In fact, I'd say he's, he's on the bottom. One of the end. least interesting people <laughs> ever. One of the most boring people I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, it's just insane. And when you get that level of cult of personality happening, yeah. you start approaching oh, that's North scary. Korea. I mean, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Boris Johnson on your yeah. wall. Look right? at that. No by, by the way, <laughs> speaking of the cult of personality, look at those morons at the Hernan Bank protest. Mm. You saw that. Mm. These, you, that was in your video, wasn't it? Did it you put was, it in? Yeah, yeah. These morons. So, okay, quick quick one here. We don't want to get into it, but we spoke about it last week. $6 billion worth of people's savings and investments went up in, well, we all know where they ended up, didn't they? They ended up being can, Canadian mansions being bought in Australian real estate because that's what happens whenever these corrupt 
people steal money from yeah. the Chinese people is they take it overseas. Yeah. Okay. They launder it through Canadian casinos or whatever they do. And that's why you in Vancouver and Toronto have to pay so much money for your housing yeah. is because of these corrupt guys getting their money out and using yeah. your country as a way to get their money out of China. That's right. Just so you know, it's not just like nice Chinese families that come over there and want to settle down and buy a house. No, it's usually the corrupt officials channeling their money out. Mm. Okay, that's what's driven your real estate market up, whether you like it or not. So anyway, they stole all this money. Everybody goes there to protest. Yeah. First of all, they get shut down. Their health codes get turned red so they can't travel. They can't even leave their bloody house to get there to, to yes. um, protest. About 1,500 of these guys managed to get out that's right. and protest. They right. hold up banners. And one group of people are holding up pictures of Mao Zedong saying, yeah. You know, if Mao Zedong was here, we wouldn't have lost our savings. Correct. Isn't that insane? What's wrong with these people? I mean, if, they don't understand that that is the very reason this is happening. Yeah. It's that system. Yeah, it is. Mao Zedong, if Mao Zedong was there, he'd kill you. Yeah, yeah and none of, you wouldn't be able to own your freaking box in the sky. You wouldn't be able to have no. a, an investment there. He'd take all your money. Yes. If Mao Zedong was there and you were trying You'd to protest, dead. he would kill you. Yes. But this cult of personality thing is so crazy in China that they somehow believe that this deity Mao, if he was in power, the Hunan bank officials wouldn't have stolen their money. It's bizarre. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, Hunan's a hyper-nationalist place anyway. Yeah, but I mean, still. I mean, this, I had this, some of the nicest people. I had this one student in yeah. university from Hunan, and he was so much more, he was like the classic leader. He was there to report on me, basically. Yeah. Uh, in case I said anything anti-government or whatever. Mm. He, but he was so nice and respectful to me. He was very good and stuff. But he was so freaking nationalistic and would refuse to acknowledge the fact that we, he didn't even speak English. Mm. It wasn't an English class. He would only speak to me in Chinese. And he would refuse, despite me being able to speak Chinese to him, refuse to understand that me and him are not human beings, basically. Right. it was He is from Hunan. He is Chinese. And mm. I am a foreigner. And I simply just wouldn't... I can't use chopsticks. Yeah. I can't... Uh, I, I Even though we're speaking Chinese, of course, I don't understand it to its full extent. Right? Yes. Um, I just couldn't possibly comprehend China, even yeah. though we're speaking fluent Chinese to each yeah, other. Yeah. I really right? hate that whole yeah. mentality. Just, he wouldn't get past that block. You know what yeah, I mean? So you, I, you come across that all the time. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah. it, it's very, very, very much found more north of Guangdong. Yes, more often. Yes. Because yes. my Cantonese students just didn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> They're yeah. just apathetic about everything. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. Yeah. Um, what is that new thing, by the way, that's popping up with all stars and stuff? I'm seeing that on a couple know. of super chats. What is that? Some sort of sticker or something you can put on there. It's it's Kinda awesome. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I don't know what that is, but like we got to look into this. It's got stars all over it. Yeah. So maybe you can like dress up your super chat. Maybe maybe it's for members. I don't know what that is, but whatever that is, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks and, awesome. Um, EITR has it on there, yeah. super chat. Now, and EITR said mass stabbings in China equal mass shootings in the US, which we covered. Yeah. Jack C, I live. I saw a live group of IEs in Berkeley. Yeah, as well as the music was loud and obnoxious, but oh, I wow. almost wanted to join them. I would join them. That's hilarious that yeah. you saw Guangdong IEs in. Berkeley. Oh, dude, look, you, it's weird, but there's certain parts of China, like mainland China, that you cannot escape. Okay, because yeah. when Chinese families immigrate abroad, they bring the grandparents yeah, with yeah. them. Sure. So. You will, you know, you know the recycling thing, for instance. Yes. Like it's when you walk around in the cities in China, and it's weird. It's not poor people do this. It seems like it's just a hobby for the eyes. They will dig through the trash to find cans yeah. and stuff, which they recycle. Yeah. 
And I guess because they've got nothing else to do, they're sitting at home. So that, it gives them a, a sense of purpose. They're mm-hmm. going out to earn money for the family or something. Sure. You get that in America too. Yeah. You'll see the eyes digging through the trash looking for the, the, the cans. cans and I'm like, what? Like still that there. came, that, that's, they, they exported it. Yeah. You know, and you'll, the Guangzhou Wu, of course. That's now, hilarious. The, if you see like, <sighs> I, I really like to see them doing Tai Chi and stuff. Mm. I think that looks cool. Yeah. Right. Just like Tai Chi, and they'll get together and do Tai Chi groups. But that Guangchang. Oh, I'm more into the very, very loud tinny speaker blasting techno with Chinese lyrics over it while women, old women, do a bunch of repetitive motions in the park. I'm more into that. When it comes to that, that can stay in mainland China. I'll tolerate. I'll tolerate the the digging in the trash thing and all that. Whatever you know. Because it's they they got a purpose. I see. I'm nostalgic for it. No, Guangchang Wu is like a menace. And Chinese people hate it. Oh, yeah. Man, there's it. battles. Like Being those eyes, of course you are, but these eyes will get together and they blast their music until late at night or early right. in the morning. And people are like, no. And they will <laughs> try to combat them. And remember that yeah. one guy bought a military yeah, speaker. Um, speaker, like it's like a military um, grade speaker that's supposed to like deafen your yeah. opponents or yeah. whatever. And he pointed it at them <laughs> and blasted this incredible, and they didn't care. Yeah, they like, just well, carried on. They yeah. just made their music louder too. Yeah. Oh man, like these Guangchang Wu, these these eyes are so it's such a menace to society in China. Yeah, the Guangchang Wu eyes. And there's something awesome about it's, it. It's charming. It's charming, and there's also something incredibly annoying. But they like it. have uniforms. They like. Dude. They, they have gangs. They gangs. They actually yeah. say, no, this is my turf, and they get in fights. Yeah. I remember I told you, they're one in my area, <laughs> the Red Suns. Yeah. You don't get into the Red Suns if you're just a normal eye. You have no. to be prettier. You have to be more well-connected, more guanxi. And they were kicking the asses of the yeah. other ladies there. Yeah, I got a bunch of footage of this massive Guangchang Wu thing that I, I witnessed, and they were like these rival gangs. Rival like gangs. Dance they have battles. They yeah, they've got them. uniforms. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That, please don't export that. Please, please keep it's that. It's kind of like you know, like the street racing gangs in Japan. Yeah, it's like that, but like old ladies I, by the thousands. You know, when I I imagine like eighties America. You know, like yeah, like the electric. Yeah. What's that boogaloo or whatever? Yeah, like the dance, break into break into electric boogaloo. Yeah, and you have these gangs, and they get up and they're like, what you doing on the streets? You've been off the streets too long, you know. And they like do dance moves and stuff. Have these battles, and they're all like Such hardcore. A crazy movie. It's, it was. Yeah. One of our friends, we were watching it. He actually got up and he goes, I can't handle this. Like, this is too crazy and colorful and weird. And yeah, he went he up threw, and threw up. He threw up because he wanted. Anyway, <laughs> he goes, that's, this movie's making me sick. That's what yeah. the, this whole IE thing is. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yes. Uh, the, the name I refuse to say now. Okay. Yes. It says, Millennials in China will be the best generation for decades. Um. I grew up reading British books, enjoying American music, and seeing Hollywood movies. Generations before and after us has, have no such luxury. 100% agree. Yeah. The people our age are yeah. absolutely the most global and forward-thinking people that do <clears throat> not fall into nationalism. Yeah, so let's say Gen X and, yeah. and my, my early millenn- yeah. millennials. Yes. Yeah. Anyone born post-90s, though, is lost cause in China, I believe. Yeah, well, because in, it became because, hyper-nationalist. Because now. of the, the brainwashing, you know. Yeah, it was getting better. Yeah. Rainbow Dancer 97, that scream is purely of trauma. I used to talk about the kid. Yeah. And it's something you never unhear. This is proof that she's China is not a nice place. Yeah. At a certain extent, yeah. Tyler Jordan, 3333333. Thanks for the video about your brother. 
Oh, okay. my dad passed away two years ago, and I never got over it. But watching your video helped a lot. Thank you, I Men appreciate that. Tend not to be very open about these things, so thank you very, very much for sharing this. It is, it is tough. That's that's the way we're conditioned, yeah. and you know, it's it's tough to talk about. And it was very tough. And like I said during the video, I did it live, and I was not expecting it to hit me that hard. It was, sure. you know, it was a tough thing to do. But thank you for allowing me to do it. It really helped me. Yeah. Koala twelve oh three thoughts on the current situation in Sri Lanka. Uh, how would the president's resignation after China's Belt and Road presence in the country? So, um, I mean, Sri Lanka's got its own issues apart from the Belt and Road, but I love that he resigned over email and then fled to Singapore. Yeah. Just sent an email. I was like, peace. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> seriously. Out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the debt trap that, that China's created there is not going well with the populace. No. And I hope that future leadership in Sri Lanka says, you know what? Let's probably not do that again. Well, remember like how China built the Africa Union building, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. and then it was bugged. Yes. They built microphones yes. into all the desks and the walls and stuff. Like, don't trust them. Oh my god! Don't gosh. trust this Belt no. and Road thing. No, they're like, I mean, it's failing. They're like, hey, Africa, we're going to build you this beautiful building yeah. for like whatever. We'll have to find out what it was, but this African Union building, whatever it was, and they built it, but it was full of spy equipment to spy on what they were doing. The Soviets did the same thing, I believe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they snuck in uh, microphones and stuff into the uh, U.S. Embassy in Moscow. Yeah, but that's different than... No, it was in the building materials. Right. Like, put oh, it yeah. in the building materials. It makes sense. I think the U.S. did the same thing. Probably. <laughs> I'm but pretty sure they did. Still, it's like, hey, we're going to build this lovely headquarters for you, by the way. We're going to spy on everything that happens yes. inside. So, yeah, you know. It's crazy. That should have been a warning sign. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, Sri Lanka is mm. headed for some rough times. Yeah. Doom and bloom, CCP, at least one of the C's stands for cringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah especially correct. with their, uh, their, their propaganda that we covered the other day. It was so Oh, the NATO like, thing? Yeah. I have like, like cringe flashbacks, like PTS cringe. Yeah. Well, you know. You gotta understand China. You just gotta understand yeah, China. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Case Close 93 just saw the new Top Gun and I loved it. Oh, we loved it too. It was fantastic. Yeah. But wasn't it, you know, I, I'll be honest with you though, like, they just should have called it Star Wars. Three <laughs> it was or so Star disturbed. Wars 10. Can like they that, shoot it in their, yeah, in their shoot, shaft. You know, yeah, that was literally the, the ending of the first Star Wars movie is that, you know. I thought it was a joke. Like, yeah. I mean, not the movie. I love them. I love yeah. Top Gun. But I thought that part was a joke and they were just making ref like pop culture references to Star Wars. No. 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 No, no, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, what do you think the country that they were fighting against is supposed to be? Oh, it's Iran, 100%. definitely, absolutely. Because yeah. I think the Iranian Iranian Air Force still has some F 14s Yeah, and I, also the whole landscape is modeled after that. Yeah, I, I I really did enjoy it. You know, it's awesome. It was great fun for sure. Uh, yeah. Glad the Taiwan and Japan flags on Tom Cruise's jacket. Yes. Uh, the director lost money from China but took a stand. Yes, and it's awesome. And it turned out to be a massive hit. Huge win, and that's snowballing. Now no one's capitulating to China. Yeah, it's Hollywood. great. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Why, right. like, sully yourself and censor yourself and ruin your reputation, you know? People are... <laughs> People are making she isn't she lovely? <laughs> Stop. She built this city. <laughs> okay. And then somebody else said, uh, "What?" <clears throat> and there she was from Talking Heads. And there she was. That's not Talking Heads, is it? I don't know who that is. Um, you don't know Talking Heads, the eighties mm. band. I do know Talking Heads. Yeah. Okay. I don't think e I know that. Every song. little thing she does is magic. <laughs> Guys, yeah. stop it. You're gonna oh, be caught up. Oh, here it. she comes. Yeah, there you go. 
She's it's, a man eater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's continue. All kinds of he stuff probably there. is like eating flesh. Prob- probably. <laughs> oh, it's almost a guarantee. We know he yeah. loves pork. Yeah, he's, that's his hobby is pork. His hobby is <laughs> pork. It's like on his Tinder profile. Yeah, it's like it's of pork. interests pork. <laughs> and it's got a little yeah. swine emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Foria says, my question is how responsible is the CCP for the dire situation in Sri Lanka? Um, um, uh, I would let's say twenty percent of it. I mean, come on, yeah, that, that was their Belt and Road debt trap that For caused sure. it. Yeah, but I mean, Sri Lanka. Let's be honest. Yeah, this okay. Is a powder keg. Yeah, true, know. true. Well, let's say thirty percent. Let's yeah. say thirty percent. All right. Keep up the good work telling the whole world about China. Thank you very much. We will. DJM, thank you very much. Kuala1203. I heard the news that a far-right polit- French politician pinpointed Hideo Kojima to the assassination of Shinzo Abe. I saw that too, and mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima suing. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. No, of course. Yeah. Uh, click all night. The U.S. press probably overhypes crime news on their own. If you live somewhere that open news isn't allowed, U.S. news must be terrifying. Yes. <laughs> that's very true. I mean, that's the thing. Like, everything that happens in America is so hyper-covered mm. that I remember growing up in South Africa, I'd hear about all the little shitty problems that America's sure. facing, like small little things. Yeah, like little petty things. Yeah, petty stuff would be big news in South Africa. Why does that matter? Sure. And that's the thing. You start to really think like America's this ridiculously dangerous place. Meanwhile, South Africa's like the most dangerous country in the world. Yeah. But you start to think in your mind, oh, it's dangerous in new york city or something sure sure because of all the like oh crime and grime and slime and all that you're like shut the hell up yeah it's not bad it's not nearly that bad it's overhyped yeah it really is but it it has that weird effect it does of course it does if that's all you see yeah uh shazay says can you smoke athletic greens you cannot smoke athletic greens the preferred method of imbibement is imbibement to drink okay doom and bloom uh fruity like you from winston Give me a song. Mm. Uh, David Lopan says, Wumau have been targeting uh, Jordan Peterson lately. Wumau? Interesting. They'll target anyone, yeah, go for anyone of any stature if they think that they can Yeah, cause you're trouble. not safe from a Wumau if you speak out There's a certain them. group of dedicated uh, shills and tankies and Wumau that go after anyone who criticizes the Chinese government in any way, shape, or form yeah. and try to ruin their reputation yeah yeah for sure they try to do it to us all the time oh, yeah. so like if we were to i don't know have someone on our show mm. or if we're interviewed by someone they immediately contact them yeah they do it try time. to smear our reputations yeah. to say like using some, some yeah words yeah smear here. you know they'll be like why did you have these guys on yeah. don't you know that they're disgusting racist yeah, this whatever, and that the, blah 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 anti-china yeah. this and that and they try to like destroy the confidence of people who deal with us of yeah. course it doesn't work because people know we're straight up we're as not, a journalist we're not. take us seriously because yeah. it turns out we're credible people yeah but i'm just saying that there is a, t- a certain group of people that that's their entire existence is yeah. to go out and destroy the reputation of anyone who has anything critical to say about the chinese government so it doesn't surprise me that they'd go after bigger figures sure you know yeah um TMD says waterfalls, Matt. Oh, good old fan. <laughs> Rick George says, please like. Oh, yeah, please oh, yeah. like our show. We never tell you guys to like. I don't know if it does anything, but like it up. Yeah, may as well. It's free. Yeah. David Lopan, China's economy is also collapsing because CCP's support of Putin's war of aggression, undermining sanctions, and artificially keeping Russia afloat. 100% agree, David. Yeah. Uh, the CCP is essentially letting, letting Putin dry, drain the PRC dry. Hey, if it's a mutual parasitic loss, then go yeah. for it, guys. Yeah. 
Right, strip matter. Markets have a funny way to smack you in the face. Yeah. Very true. Especially yeah. when you bank on your um, citizens for the next however many years to keep pumping up the real estate economy yeah. over and over again. It's it's kind of just become a given. They yeah. believe, hey, you know what? If we build it, they will come. And that's literally what they do. It's like, doesn't matter. If we don't have money now, we'll just do another sales thing. We'll get a loan, do a sales thing, and we'll get tons of money. Yes. We don't have to ever live up to our um, promises. You yes. Know? Uh, Nathan87, I'm sorry you got coronavirus. Mm. Uh, get better. T- uh, get better, T-M-B, Thank you very much. Carla, other than Chinese, are there any other nationalities invested in Chinese real estate? It's actually very difficult. Yeah. You know, you can explain. Like, you yeah. actually bought a house. Explain it. Um, you, have to, you have to have a certain visa status. And if you don't, then you have to jump through a massive amount of hoops and like waiting lists and all this kind of stuff. But the vast majority of people like me would just have their wife put their name down. Yeah. Because why would you bother going through all of these hoops just to own something that could be potentially taken away from you based on your visa status? Yeah. So the average person just, if they want to invest in real estate, they'll have a family member do it for them. This has turned out very badly for a lot of people, by yeah, the way. Yeah, if you're not in a I know, relationship. I know a lot of expats who they took their money and because of the lucrative real estate market, also don't forget that if you if you are married in China, even if you're not married in China, if you marry a Chinese woman mm. uh, or man, I should say both, at some point they'll probably try to pressure you to invest in a property in China. Yeah, I mean because it's so safe. Like it's, it's not it's not malicious. No, no, it's seen as a very good way to right. invest your money, and you'll get massive returns. So they pressure you for this. Yeah. So I've known a couple of old guys who went to China. Their Chinese wife convinced them to buy a house. They bring all their savings over. They mm. transfer the money. They put down a huge deposit or they, you know, whatever, outright pay for it or whatever the case. Sure. They invest a lot. They get this house. And then the relationship goes to shit because they bought this house fairly early on in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the cultural differences get too hard and yeah. the wife's like, I'm going to divorce you. And they're like, okay, well, what about my house? And they're like, well, you don't know your names. Your name's not on any of the paperwork. There's nothing they can do. They lose all their money and they get kicked out of the country and they get sued if they try anything. And in China, you can't win. So it's a very big lose-lose situation. And this has happened to a number of people I know. And it literally is because it's so difficult for a foreigner to buy real estate. Yeah, It really is is. freaking difficult. Yeah, And it's... Go through a conduit usually. Yeah, you have to go through a conduit. And yeah. it's it's like that with everything in China. Foreigners can't just go invest in the Chinese stock no. market. No. You can't. No. Foreigners can't just go open a business in no. China. You need to have like a, a part Chinese partner. Or, the, or a wholly foreign-owned enterprise. Which, which is, is so still hard. a huge ball yeah. ache and a bunch of nonsense. So remember, you had a massive disadvantage. Yes. Whereas the same doesn't apply for Chinese people abroad. And that's yeah. why they come and invest in your country. Correct. You know? Which is good. I like the idea that people can buy a piece of land or whatever. Um, The biggest issue I have, like I I stated earlier, in Canada and Australia and so on, is that so much of the real estate that's bought up there is not legitimate people buying it. It's not like a dude, oh, I need a house. It's not someone who's coming in there who wants to live there and, you know, it's... It's like a bank for corrupt officials. Yeah, it's like literally just their assets are in real estate yeah. overseas. Yeah. And because there is so much money that has been uh, stolen in China mm. by corrupt officials and so on, they can literally go and buy up an entire neighborhood if they yeah. want, that's, okay, that's in, in your city, drive up the prices, and it's ill-gotten gains. 
and there are not enough protections in place That's to right. stop these kind of purchases happening. Right. You know, so it really it ends up screwing over everyone. Very true. Yeah. Sewer Turd says, uh, hello, Chance, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, yeah. what model of drone did you use to capture that footage? Oh, uh, that was a number of different ones. Yeah. One of the, uh, the, the first clip, I actually shot with the DJI Spark, which mm. is a very low-end drone, okay. but it was so much easier to fly. Yeah. Uh, the stuff in the middle, some was shot with your DJI Mavic, some was shot with my Phantom 4. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Like, if you're going to get into drones and you want to just start, get the cheap the cheap ones, the like the yeah. Mavic Air. That works just fine. It's great. Yeah, it's even now it's 2.7K. I think it's 4K now. Oh, maybe the new one, yeah. Um, and, you, you know, you get used to it. You get to know how to fly it. If you crash it, it's not too bad. They yeah. cost like 400 bucks or something new. Yes, not um, bad. Uh, yeah, check it out. Venus Supreme. Hey, guys, any chance you point us in the direction of the article where Chinese media refuted the rumors about a mysterious virus circulating in Wuhan? Wuhan? Uh, yeah, I suppose we can. Oh. Yeah, but this is all over all of our videos. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah, we've covered that to death. Yeah. Maverick S, uh, USA will save China very soon by lifting all of Trump's China ban. No. Rick George, patron for your Monday show. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining, and we can't wait to have you. It's going to yeah. be a great one. It's going to be a fun one. I really can't stress enough that our food one was hilarious. Sure. Uh, but being in Aust- Australia, uh, it's 7 a.m. on a Tuesday, so I can't watch it live. Oh, it's all right. I mean... It's still just as good to watch it afterwards. Sure. It's no big deal. Chris Fonby, my very first Super Chat, just to uh, ask you to remind everyone that the Great Translation Movement is on Reddit now. Oh, Oh, excellent. a couple days ago. Thank you. That's congratulations to the Great Translation Movement. Absolutely. We support their work. Brilliant. Definitely should check them out. David Lopan says, the United Nations already told China that the Nine Dash Line has no legitimacy under international law and it violates territorial sovereignty. Yeah, but they there's don't one, care. There's one thing that the UN did, right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't care, and they pressure all these companies to use it, apparently. Yeah, no, they ha- they have to. Was was it H&M or one of those companies, they they released a, a map of China. Uh, the Gap, yeah. And it, did, yeah, it didn't have the nine-dash line, so they boycotted, and they yeah. made them apologize and stuff. Yeah, it's gap. ridiculous. I don't even know if the Gap is in China. Yeah. TMD Hong Kong was given to the UK indefinitely. It was only the new territories that were leased from China for 99 years. Mm-hmm. Charles Womack, what percent of the Shanghai gag has been purged i don't know the percentage because it's not an official figure this all of these gangs and clicks and stuff are unofficial sure. right technically mm. right straight matter kmt number one <laughs> they were pretty bad too yeah. C- david lopin says ccp cpp okay lola farley the ccp allowed the violent videos of the genjo suppression jungjo suppression to float around weibo for an abnormally long time, including the call-outs of Li Keqiang. Do you think this has to do with the Xi and Li beef? Now, that's an interesting comment, I uh, think, Lila Farley. I honestly think it was there to discourage more people yes. from trying to protest. Very, very, absolutely, 100%. If mm. it, anything is allowed to proliferate for any amount of time, it's by design. Yeah. Right? So if you show the, the crackdown on that, people go, oh, those bastards up there you know like the, the those protesters they're just bad you know whatever yeah. like look at like i won't do anything like yeah, that. yeah and it's also like oh well maybe i shouldn't try to maybe go to I the protest because they they hired the mafia thugs like they normally do and yes. they beat people up and dragged them off it was awful the call-outs of lika chiang 100 are by design again they suppress any sort of bad talk against ccp officials and if any of that was allowed to proliferate for any real amount of time of course xi jinping wants that li keqiang really does pose a lot of uh uh legitimacy 
concerns to, to Xi Jinping. Yeah. Because he said a lot of honest things, especially about poverty and poverty alleviation efforts, mm-hmm. that Xi Jinping directly opposed. Like yeah. he says, no, that's already been taken care yeah, of. Yeah, you can't what talk you about that. Yeah. About? So as the vice, basically, the, Li Keqiang is basically the vice president. He posed a lot of challenges yeah. to Xi Jinping. So I think it was by design. Yeah. Uh, Benji 2.0, thank you for the truth. Raid Strip thank Matter. You. Would it be fun to troll Cora a bit? You should absolutely go. Yeah, troll go for Cora, it. Please. Go for it. Uh, Acronis, a few lucky bucks for you and the Redneck Viper. Thank you very much. Oh, also, thank you. Chabudua needs a sound clip. Chabudua Shinsheng. Yeah, we, there's a song called Mr. Chabudua. Yeah, it's from uh, Taiwan. It's awesome. Yeah. Bozzi says, greetings from Hong Kong. Yesterday, they introduced a China-style health code system that will only affect a small amount of infected and inbound people. Nothing will go wrong, right? Sure. Hashtag free Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, Frosty Flake, try Dead Guy Ale. I've had it a million times. Newport Brewing, I'll send you a case. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, thank you. We got thank we you. got Appreciate some. It. It's good. Had it yeah. many times. Thank you. Uh, Darren D, for some good non-alcoholic brews, check out Athletic Brewing. Oh, interesting. Daniel Aguilar. I think it, really? I what? feel like that's maybe a, a take on something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Athletic Brewing. We'll check it out. We'll find out. Oh, yeah? It's oh, it's, real, it's, it's real. a real thing. Okay. Craft cool. non-alcoholic beer. Daniel Aguilar. What's the point? So you're saying so it is a drug. You just want to get drunk. That's the only reason to drink. I didn't say I I'm, disagree. I'm just I'm just saying like beer by itself doesn't actually taste good. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? I don't care. It's, it's I'm just saying like yeah. I I like the taste of beer. I do, but that's because it's associated with getting drunk. It's you know what I'm saying. Sure. It's kind of, but you don't get drunk anymore. No, not the, I. I do still drink. Yeah, but you don't get drunk. No, I don't. So no, you're no I don't binge your like own we, purpose. No, 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 no. Okay, then I could say get get a little um, tipsy. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But you know what? What really did work, and it was very bizarre, is when I went to Japan. I met with my uh, friend Aikido san, and we went to go sit down and have a drink. Like we're driving around; he's taking us places, mm-hmm. so he couldn't drink. Mm-hmm. We drink later, you know. When we go to the izakaya later, so they have this alcohol-free beer that you can buy, like from yeah, the zero, Yeah, zero. One of them is called Zero Life, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Orion Zero Life. I'm not even kidding. It's like it's kind you of it's, no life. It's it's pretty apt. Yes. Um, but I remember we got the Asahi Zero, whatever it was, and you drink it, and I felt like I was getting drunk, but it's an illusion. It's a weird. You know, your mind playing tricks on you. Yeah. Because it's got the taste. It's got sure, the because you've been like feel. yourself. Yeah. And you like start yeah. to feel as if you're kind of getting a little drunk, but it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. It's just interesting that that exists. Sure. Anyway, just like the, the whole idea of non-alcoholic beer to me has always been a little weird. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Aguilar, thanks for what you guys do. Listen to every show. Thank you. I get a chance to. Who's Peter Balzac? Oh, yeah. Well, let's find him. Um, I got a dig. Here we are. I got number. There he is. You know, good old Peter Balsack, Peter Dazak, the guy who helped the CCP cover up the whole lab leak theory. That was his thing. Yep. He was like, nope, doesn't come I from know, the lab. I've heard this a lot. It's like, no, <laughs> I've heard this maybe he was hundreds like, of times. Maybe, but he literally said, if you think it comes from the lab, you're a conspiracy theorist. Yes. I'm going to write a paper about this and get other scientists to sign it so that if any legitimate scientist actually posed the question, you know what? This virus, potentially, came which from was a lab. being researched in that lab, mm-hmm. and they were literally doing that spike protein stuff and working out gain of function on this virus in that lab where the outbreak broke out, 
if I think that it might come from that lab, <laughs> I'm wrong. Is it crazy when you say it out loud? Yeah. It's like, I'm wrong. It's a, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a conspiracy yes. theorist. Oh, and, trust me. I was there at the beginning of the lab leak theory. In fact, I was one of the people that posed it. Yeah. And I was called a conspiracy theorist. No shit. People went and made well, thanks, videos thanks, about it. Thanks, Peter. You. Appreciate that. People, yeah, you, you've nearly ruined my life, Peter. I appreciate that. Yes. Good old Bullsack. You know, and then they get him to go to the lab to do the investigation. It's just clown stuff. And it's his lab. Yeah. Where he's been dun, paying. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So he goes in there. He's like, no, there's no evidence. Oh. But it's his lab. Highly unlikely. So. He's been funneling. <laughs> it's his own lab. Yeah. He's been funneling the money from Fauci and all that yes. gain of function money. To even talk about. Into that lab yeah. to research. Says, it's this. not a theory. Yeah. It's exactly. It's <laughs> true. Okay. And now it's being even the World Health Organization was saying it's it's yeah. likely. Yeah. And that pissed China off. But I mean, come on, Bolsonaro. It's been quiet since then. Yeah. Uh, Jay Leo says, in comparison to celebrating Shinjo Abe's death, Miami Cubans also celebrated Fidel Castro's death a few years ago. I actually, Jay, I don't agree that that's comparable at all. No. I mean, he died naturally, right? Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, he wasn't assassinated. No, he wasn't number killed. Number two. He was oppressing He made them. people suffer. Yeah. Shinjo Abe was not a dictator. No. You understand? No. He did not so. do what Castro did. No. Tresham, one. Is Stranger Things banned in China? All of Netflix is banned in China, my friend. Yeah. The latest season mentioned the Soviet-China border war, so that would upset China. Would it get banned if it wasn't? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely people like pirate it, though. Yeah, people watch it. Yeah, for sure. They pirate it. He's but it's banned, it. Yeah. yeah. It would it would be banned, but yeah. it doesn't need to be banned because Netflix is banned. Yeah. Uh, Paxmax says, Oh, de Fauci, the musky scent of massive BS. Okay. <laughs> oh, did <laughs> I tell you about my friend at Netflix in China? I think it did. Yeah, you know yeah. what you... Yeah. You, you can buy Netflix on Taobao, which it's banned in China, but it's yeah. this ridiculous thing. Okay, so... You know, you get like a 15-day or a 30-day trial to mm. try Netflix, right? Yeah, prob but, probably. Yeah, Maybe you do. Nowadays, I'm saying. I don't yeah, know. you do. Like, you get you get a free yeah. trial. Yeah. But it's not something you can just get. You need to put in your phone yeah. number and your email address and you probably know your details. Something. Yeah, something like yeah. that, right? So it's, people don't abuse it because of that, because yeah. you have to put all your personal details. But you know who does abuse it are Chinese Taobao sellers. Yeah. Because they use like throw away sim cards or whatever so they will sell you that's right a 30-day trial of netflix for like 15 rmb or something okay like very small amount of money they'll sell that to you so my friend watches netflix and what he does is he buys these then they send you the login details and that's how it works so they're gaming the system okay they're making money off of free trials and i guess they just use these burner phones which they recycle or whatever the case may be and like mm. these details but that's how he watches netflix is he buys these stupid free trials right he runs out and he buys another one right so that's it's ridiculous they're scamming netflix just, first of all buy it <laughs> holy crap well it's difficult how poor when is he he's not poor it's just like you know, you know how it is to get a credit card in China for a foreigner. It's impossible, basically. So he doesn't have a credit card, so he can't buy stuff like that. Right. So he just uses Taobao, which you know links to your whatever it is, Jirfubao, whatever. I, the the hell. reason I say that is I know he's mm -hmm. not in financial trouble. No, he's got <laughs> That's money. My boy, <laughs> dude. He, you know, you know what else he does buy from Taobao are games. Okay, but it's not like you think. Oh God. So it, there's like a. Uh. You'll, you'll buy, like, the latest game from Taobao, right? 
but it'll be a discount. So let's say a new new game comes out, a new AAA game comes out. So like Final Fantasy remake. Yes. So you buy it, but it only costs you like five or ten dollars. But what it is is stolen accounts. <laughs> so you buy the game, and then they send you the login details for somebody's yeah. Xbox Live account or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So you log into the Xbox Live account, and then you can play the game because it's someone someone purchased oh my that. God. Yeah. Someone bought that. Okay. Obviously, I get, like games are expensive, and I get it. Like if yeah. I was younger, I would be like pissed off at the price of games and stuff. But to, to go to those lengths, yes. And they've got these weird things where um, on your PlayStation or your Xbox, if you lo- if you have somebody's login on there, you can log in and then download the game and then play it under your own profile as well. So it's like this whole thing. You buy these stolen accounts. It's just so immoral and crazy. But they will sell these things to you on Taobao. Wow. Yeah, just thought, you know, same guy as the Netflix stuff does these, like, f- like stolen game accounts thing. It sucks, dude. That's crazy. I hate it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Dion Chapman, just some spending money. Thank you very much. Thank Dion. you. Appreciate nice it, yeah. Uh, in- Invisible Pink Soylent. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Doc Slothington, your talk of the Lauban makes, made me feel... Ne- Made me feel it necessary to demand a Halloween episode. Goth, Lauban, Winston, and Triad, Bling, Sea Milk. I'm going to put that in our notes. That's, our notes. yeah, you, you should. Because we could totally do that. Yes, we could. Be weird. Goth, Lauban, Winston. Why would it be weird? It's Halloween. Don't be a weirdo. No, You're I, being weird by not I think Halloween. Halloween's weirdo stuff, because uh, like, I never celebrated it growing up. I can appreciate it. Yeah. I can appreciate it. I think it's cool. But yeah, it's weird for me. <laughs> Shaner the Gray says, Yenmi Park has vanished completely. Seven months, not a word. Oh, I think she was on Twitter or something. I saw some, something posted there. Rainbow Dancer 97, watch the video about your brother. I have so much respect for you. Thank you. Uh, it actually made me think about who I lost at 13 too. Miles oh. would be proud. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much, genuinely. Kony Tsung, does China restrict the rest of the world from accessing their intranet? Yes. Uh, yes, yes. A lot of Chinese sites won't work for you. Yeah, and that's because it's like all pirated stuff. Like, for instance, um, you know, sites that you could just go freely get movies and music and watch them. If you try to access those sites from outside of China, it doesn't work because they know that, well, they don't want people seeing that that stuff's all stolen, for instance. But many things like, you know, when we go into Weibo or whatever, because yes. we want to see articles that have been posted. A lot of the times it kicks you out. It's like that yeah. passport.weibo.com yeah, yeah, yeah. or Taobao. It's like, no, you need a Chinese no, ID. You're not in, yeah, and you're you not know? in the Chinese IP. Yeah. The thing is, it's so unfair because there's not really any VPNs that give you a Chinese IP. Yeah, you can so get a Hong, a Hong Kong, Kong yeah. one. That's how, again, this yeah. is like this person. They said they have to use a VPN via Hong Kong and then things start to work. And that's true. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we do too. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Hong Kong VPN for that crap. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Yun Ko, thank you very much. Linda Hunter, thank you very much. E-I-T-R. Yes, the blue star de- uh, denotes members. Oh, so oh, members have the stars. That's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, that's I like awesome. it. Shaner the Gray. Maybe I'm wrong. Never mind. I don't know what you're talking about, Shaner. I <laughs> okay. appreciate it. Yep. Cracklin, a member, says, are you a fan of Dave Matthews? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just It was such a craze for Dave. Do you know Dave Matthews? It's a band, right? Yeah. It's a huge 90s thing. Yeah, I remember a friend who was into it. And I, I, Crash into me, baby. I, I don't even know. The yar- do you know what a Yarl is? Yes, I do yeah. know what a Yarl is. Like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, it's in Creed. Mm. Can you take... Is that her? Yeah. Is that like where you're... Her. you're, you're yeah, like cotton in your mouth Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. Her. And uh, Dave Matthews, he did a bit of a Yarl all the time. There's okay. always like some saxophones in the background. And, I got you. Uh, what was some Dave Matthews? So are you a fan of him? 
lace between. <laughs> uh, I'm not very familiar, personally. Um, three out of ten. Okay. No, All fan. Right. Fan. I'm okay. a three, three, level three out of ten fan, Dave yeah. Matthews. I wouldn't put... Huge thing back then was put Dave Matthews' band's uh, bumper stickers in your car, and I hate bumper stickers. Yeah. So that kind of pushed me off of Dave Matthews because I hate bumper stickers. Yeah. I actually think they should be banned. Bumper stickers? They're like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I don't... I don't want to know what you like. <laughs> Does that make yeah, sense? I, I think it's don't a, ruin your it, car is it, the biggest it, thing. You know, bumper stickers are usually offensive. Yeah, that's the that's problem. That's it. They just usually are offensive. Yes. There's just no way around yes. it. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Oh, Dave you know. Matthews is South African. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's probably why my friend liked it so much. Yeah, he's like the pride of South Africa. I'm pretty, oh, I'm almost positive. I thought that was Elon Musk. I mean, oh yeah, now, yeah. I'm pretty sure Dave Matthews is South African. Mm, really? Maybe not. Let me see. I know he's like really... Dave Matthews, uh, but born in Johannesburg. Okay. Yeah. So he grew up. That's he's from your stomping grounds. Wow, he's 55. Mm. You, you don't, you really don't, you should know him because he's South African. He looks like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, no. It, I see his face in here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I shy away from South African uh. stuff, to be honest. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like he's eating food through a sock. <laughs> Sounds like he has a potato in his throat. Yeah, okay, excellent. Yeah. He, it was the 90s things, do Yarl. Yeah. Yarling. I actually blame a little bit, I blame Nirvana kind of started a mild Yarl. Yeah, they did. And everyone went Yarling after that. Yeah. Yarling all the way. It's such, such a bad vocal feature that just did not age. Nirvana is such an edgelord thing in my school. And like, yeah. you know, Well, Nirvana was a good band. Yeah. And but they people were huge like, pioneers. If you know, you get into, you start listening to Nirvana. It's like Kurt Cobain killed himself because people like you started to listen to his music. I love your stories about <laughs> the cliques in South Africa are so juvenile and mm. immature. It was like you're here. Like when I was growing up, of course your taste in music had something to do with your style and who you were. But yeah. nobody's walking around making it their entire identity to the yeah. point where people are like fighting and arguing about it. Like mm. in South Africa, you told me story tell me tell everyone that story about something drives by i love that story like, which one uh, alternative or oh whatever. yeah yeah no, so my, with my cousin okay yeah. this really pissed me off i got this i love this. i got this very born again christian family <laughs> on my mom's side right they were like the worst when it comes to that stuff you know like everything's demonic everything's the devil you know that kind of weird stuff so my older cousin was like now mass massive into alternative music you know give us an example uh, People maybe young. Yeah. I think young people will understand what that. I means. guess like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Or, uh, but you know he would maybe be more. Atlanta's more but sad. He even. was less sophisticated. He was just like anything <laughs> that's not like electronic music was alternative to this guy. Oh, okay. And he kind of had long hair at the time. So he loved electronic music. No, he oh, loved. He, lo he was alternative. Yeah, he loved alternative gotcha. for this little period of time. So sure. I went to go visit them. Oh, you know a good example. Of anything grunge like Nirvana. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So alternative. So. At that time, raves were huge in South Africa, okay? They're all the raves. Like, definitely. Like, you know, raves, but raves in South Africa were just lame. They were huge, though. The people set up big tents and people go get, like, you know, do raves and dance around or whatever and take ecstasy and the usual stuff, drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, so, too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I remember he had this little Opel Cadet car and we're driving and we went out. I don't know if you know what the hell we were doing, but we went out somewhere. We're driving back and there was a rave somewhere nearby. And these kids were walking on the side of the road, you know, Great like kids. probably like 17, whatever, 18 sure. year old kids. So these kids walking on the side of the road um, and they just got out of a rave. And so like 
they were hitchhiking and he pulls up next to them and um rolls down the window and he's like you guys need a ride and they're like yeah man he's like rave sucks alternative rules and he drove like burned off out of there his front wheel drive <laughs> yeah it was so ridiculous his 1.3 liter freaking so anyway next time because they were in cape town we were up in johannesburg yeah. so I didn't see them very often so sure. next time i was down in um in cape town went to go visit the same cousins and now he loved electronic <laughs> music always like yeah that. now it's he was like, like this this music speaks to me and he's like listening to mother mix three or whatever right. with all this like Crap. trashy euro yeah. you know Garbage. rave music and yeah. i was like oh you sell out you know <laughs> it's always the people out. that are vehemently against something yeah i remember i used to torture my friend <laughs> mm-hmm. he was so against um any sort of like like female vocalist in metal does that okay. make sense yeah it's like something really he just really hated that he right. loved like slipknot and stuff like right, that right. i think even think he listened to freaking icp and stuff, right. like juggalo stuff <laughs> yeah, gross. but he would get in the car and i would always put in um he hated the band um nightwish okay yeah you know nightwish? i know i know yeah, from finland yeah. yeah it's got a female vocalist and they had this song called i wish i had an angel I didn't even listen to them, but they were just happened to be on like mixes that I had sure. and he hated it so much. He'd always like take it out. He'd freak out. He's like, I hate this crap. It's so bad because it's kind of operatic. Yeah. And he'd like, and he's like, put in some slip knot, you know, slip knot. I'd be like, don't touch the stereo. You know? <laughs> yeah. So eventually I would just start labeling things like slip knot or whatever. And it was just, I wish I had an angel from Nightwish like 14 <laughs> times on every CD. I spent like hours doing, yeah, this. doing this. Yeah. He's like digging around, freaking out. And then like a couple months later, he loved Nightwish. He just became like a super fan. Oh, okay. And it's always the people that are so against something that yeah. end up becoming that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Funny. Anyway. Yeah, it's hilarious. Robert uh, Gilpin. Mm-hmm. Doing a virtual city walk in Wuhan while isolating at home due to COVID-19. Very <laughs> what, are what are you doing? I like doing those city yeah, walks. Yeah, yeah. You could do cool. that in like Baidu Maps or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Darren D says, my Shirona from the neck. <laughs> Come on. Walter Denman, I'm just uh, I'm outside and I just watch a duck fly. Tell your friend. <laughs> yeah, I will. What? Okay. My Chinese friend that doesn't she refuses to believe that ducks can fly oh that's right yeah that's true yeah they they fly and they love flying in fact they fly more than most birds yeah they fly a lot they're a migratory bird yeah they fly man remember that movie they have about that remember that 90s movie it's like around the same time as twister or whatever it's about those ducks that fly and the girl flies in the plane with them teaches them yeah i didn't watch that but i know what you're talking talking about about, yeah it's a huge fad yeah yep um yeah you become what you hate yeah that's that's true Uh, David Lopan, a lot of invasive species in the U.S. come from China. That's that's correct. I'm actually a pretty big act. I'm a pretty big eco activist for non-invasive species. Okay. Uh, I would su- suggest exporting chupacabras, <laughs> but they'd probably be considered traditional. <laughs> yep. I mean, you should see what they do with the uh, aardvarks. Yeah, the well, pangolins. Pangolins. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. they look very similar, don't they? Yeah. Uh, shooter down under. Did you hear that the Babylon Bee was banned from TikTok? I did not. I don't follow that. I'm I'm less following TikTok drama. I'm more on the deep end of like what China's doing with the data these days. Yeah. Mm. O'Connell 007. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Marie Strip Matter with some clown emojis. Thank you. Linda Hunter. How's life in the newish home? Uh, how are your families adjusting to living there? Unable to visit home? Um, it's good. Yeah. Thank you for the shamrock, by the way. Um, Winston will stash that away in his Irish collectible drawer. 
Yeah, it's right. Because, you know, if I ever come across... <laughs> well, not this one. Oh! This... Is that my goal? <laughs> oh, by the way, remember that fruits and vegetables... I'm a leprechaun, me yeah. Remember that fruits and vegetables thing? Sorry, yeah. You play it again. Play it again. I ruined it. Okay, that's okay. I'll, I'll go to this and then go to this. There we go. Oh, wait. One. Go back. Where did it go? I got to play this part again. I'll just refresh. <laughs> Is that my goal? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it gets me yeah, yeah. What were you we saying? We can't even hear it. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? It doesn't matter because oh, you don't. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. What was I saying? Something about Ireland. Yeah. Leprechauns. I, I don't know. I was going to say something. It was kind of important, I guess. <laughs> no, if you can't remember, it's not important. That's how it works. But it'll come back to you if it is. Um, Jason Grigorchuk, you sent a lot of emojis of a. I know uh, pretty much every flag, but that is so small, I can't even see it. So let me see. The French flag for southern territories. Okay. That's cool. If you're actually from there, that is freaking niche stuff. Big niche. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Doc Slothington says, Yarling hurts my soul. <laughs> yep. Jeremy Spoker. It's enough. Enough. Have a good weekend, you two. Why can't Thank you handle you. Yarling? It's, it's cringe for me. I think of Hootie and the Blowfish. Um... What's a good Hootie song? I used to love Hootie. And <laughs> that the like um, dolphins make him cry or something. That's that's live. Oh, same thing. No, that's also Yarl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a Yarl. Yarl. Is that show. like um, I only want to be with you? That's only want to be with you. That's a Yarl. Like, no, enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Imagine talking like that because that's what you have to think. Is like singing. Should be like a beautiful representation of your voice melodically. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like the way you speak. Yeah. Can you imagine someone taking yarling, removing it from songs, and just speaking, well, today I worked to the, no, <laughs> the supermarket. I can <laughs> you know imagine I mean? like an old dude with a gray beard who's like sure. sucking he's like on a, a pipe. Problem. Like, yeah. yeah, he's got a pipe in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> real, real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Wow, we've reached the end. Guys, thank you so much for joining us again for The China Show. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's always great to have you here, part of this important conversation. Hope you learned something today. Yeah, and um, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah, for, for those of you for those of you who join us on Monday for the Xiaoban Ho mm -hmm. Show, it'll be another fun one. Worth Looking it. forward to it. Um, and my video will be released tomorrow morning. Yeah, go check okay. out mine if you haven't. Yep. Can't wait to see you next time. And until then, you know the drill. Uh, stay awesome. And I don't want to cut myself off, so I'm going to try the countdown once again, which seems to fail most of the time. It does.